Hideo Kojima has been a standard bearer for the very best that the gaming medium has to offer, and has inspired many into creating a mature art form. That guy, like, he's, he's such a genius, and uh, I'm just doing whatever he says, you know, and he's like, we're gonna make people cry. I'm like, for a video game? And he's like, yep. What, because Kojima is the, the master, he's the Kasparov of, of, uh, of video games. And then he goes, he goes, and I go, playing me? And he goes, no, they'll be you. It's not, obviously, it's not story-driven in the sense that we go from A to Z, like we do in a film. It is out of time, out of space. It is in the moment. So I think the opportunity of, of doing things we've never done before could be very interesting. He is to gaming in many ways uh, what Cameron or Spielberg are to filmmaking. His absolute passion for perfection and his narrative ambition and scope. There is nothing in his stories that he does not love and feel strongly about. You can see strands of action, strands of manga, anime, tokusatsu, epics, and existential philosophy. He believes, as I do, that we must cherish this medium, not only for the entertainment possibilities, but for its artistic ones. We both believe that these things, these strands of pop culture, are actually keys to the mythology of our century. He proves that an altruistic boy's ambition can sing loud and clear above the din of sameness, and that an individual with conviction and faith can manage anything through hard work. It is my great pleasure to introduce a creator, an innovator, and an awesome dude. Ladies and gentlemen, Hideo Kojima! Hello, everyone. I'm back. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 19 of Death Stranding Podcast. It is Friday the 9th of March, and there are 10 days to GDC, 27 days to PAX East, and 95 days to E3 2018. I am your regular host, Albert, and today I am joined by my always awesome, always super great, and just like super insightful and a tirelessly hardworking co-host, Mitchell. How are you, Mitchell? Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah. We're getting we're we're moving this right along, dude. This is this is for real. Like we're just about to we're cresting on the hill of the twentieth episode, and uh, it's it it feels good, man. And uh, we've got some we've got a tiny little cool thing planned for twentieth um, episode, just because you know um, we started this in like October of last year, uh, you know. So it's holy moly, that's that's like almost five months or something if you think about it so which is pretty cool um and so yeah all right i may as well announce it here we're planning on having a couple of the original uh hosts from like episode one and stuff back um yeah and and i've also reached out to young yeah to see if he would like to be a part of the 20th episode as well so we will see how uh sort of fate uh, uh you know carries itself we'll see we'll see how that goes yeah so um i'll crack on with the rest of the intro and we'll get this started shall we shall we you, you, you're feeling yep. it? You're feeling it? Yeah. Right. Okay, let's do this. So, for our new listeners, this is a weekly podcast dedicated to Death Stranding, the currently in production upcoming title from Hideo Kojima and Kojima Productions. As well as news and discussion on the game itself, we also cover Mr. Kojima's many and varied influences, everything from literature to film, poetry, TV, and more. Our mission is to showcase and celebrate just how culturally, intellectually, artistically, and philosophically enriching and eclectic Mr. Kojima's work truly is, leading up to and following the game's eventual release. With that regular rundown out of the way, let's get the show started. 
Buddy. Oh my god. It just never stops. Have you seen the Reddit late lately, dude? It's crazy. Man, so many theories. I feel like we've there's like been a bump in uh <laughs> users and people contributing recently because there's like that dark time. Yeah. You know, before uh the game awards and even after the game awards. That's right. Of just like nothing. And then it's just like all of a sudden, I think with the Oscars and stuff. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And um much new art and, you know, theories and alternate tracks and other things. Yeah. So, uh, but it, it feels good. It feels good to see the Reddit grow. And it feels good in a way because I'm sort of with interactive artistry, I've sort of got these little kind of hubs across the Reddit with, you know, I've, I've I'm set up over at um God of War Reddit. So shout out to those uh, awesome people there who like, um you know, like, yeah, I've, I message them and I sort of send episodes there as well. Fumito Ueda, I send that to the Team Ico guys um, and Shadow Dome to the Pacific Rim guys, etc. you know. Um, so it's great. It's great to see not only the, 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 the like individual subreddits grow, but just by extension, seeing more people kind of, um, wake up to just, or rather just like, uh, glom on or so to speak, or however way you phrase it, of just like realizing that Reddit is more than just this like super cluttered looking, um, desktop app. So big, big ups to, to everyone who's been subscribing. Um, let us check on the subscriber count. Um, we're looking at 20,821. So I think we will hit, uh, 21,000 before, um, GDC. That is a, uh, Death Stranding podcast guarantee. <laughs> I have a question, uh, for yes. you. Yes. Like, what's the total viewership? Like, combining uh, oh, yeah. iTunes, combining Podbean, combining you want some of YouTube that? and stuff? You want some of them's analytics? Is that what you, them's wants us? Okay. That's yeah. Okay, let's make this happen. Fantastic. So, going over to the Death Stranding Podbean. Yes. Obviously, I don't have access to that. Cast. Oh, we, we, we're, um, all the things are in motion for, like, really, like, um, spreading out what people can, like, especially if, um, I just need to get, kind of get a, a beat on people's schedules and how much time they can put into it and stuff, but I am actually starting to kind of trickle out, sort of spreading around all, all the kind of duties kind of thing to kind of feel, make it feel less like, yeah, like, I, at the moment, I'm s essentially just, like, pretty much just doing everything, creating thumbnails, editing, all that stuff. And um, so I kind of want to start like delegating, but uh, it's only, uh, the thing is, I, I really want to maintain what kind of interactive hours she was sort of founded on, which is like, this is at the least inconvenience to all of my co-hosts as possible. And if they like ever lift a finger for anything other than 30 minutes on a Skype port call, it has to come entirely from like their own, like, like kin kinship and resonance with the material that they want to do it, that it's like they're passionate about it. Um, cause I, I never, I genuinely do. And that's, that's the absolute truth. We always get up, end up into the two hours, sometimes plus always sometimes three hours. We even had a God of War podcast for four hours, but, um, yeah, it's, it really is about like, um, it really is about like just being honest about like who wants to put in what and um if yeah if you find yourself being like hey i could be the analytics guy or if yusuf from god of War podcast wants to be like oh yeah i could totally manage the god of War twitter and like post images like that would be really great you know so yeah that's sort of starting to happen so uh, yeah i'm pretty pretty stoked about that dude what could you see yourself mitchell uh what would you like to see in your on your like desk plaque over at interactive artistry the studio which is hypothetical right now yeah. but will be a reality one it, day yeah about two and a half years from now when yeah. we're a uh, full-fledged uh, podcast <laughs> yeah dude with the studio and everything. podcast today yeah man yeah dream big and uh plan big as well <laughs> where i would see um probably like production lead 
Yeah, I could I could dig that. Yeah, you crafted a, like, an alternate opening for us, didn't you? Yeah, I was like a, I didn't like five hours, so oh, yeah. I wasn't like that wasn't like spread out like one time, like just multiple times, just like editing. Low effort, man. Up. Low but, effort. Uh, I can't believe you only put five of your hours into a game. <laughs> As in, literally, thank you so much. Man. Like, actually, I, 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 I'm really stoked about like by that, and I really appreciate that. I figured I'd say that on the um, on the show itself, dude. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, I just think, uh, like, no, 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 I didn't do a lot of work on it, honestly. It's just a lot of it was just looking at uh, other people's and how they, uh, like, made their versions of music. And I just, like, you know, like, I'm like, oh, they pressed these notes and I just did that and then I just mixed it together. Um, I think the uh, it could be better. I tried doing what, uh, was it, was it Dean or was it uh, Daniela said, mm-hmm. like, doing the, the end of each trailer goes like the doom, doom, doom. You know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like as it like goes like Death Stranding, mm-hmm. like yeah. the title. Yeah, I tried doing that. It just didn't work with the rest of the the, the tempo because that's very slow. With the rest of the tempo is pretty, pretty fast. So either I have to slow down the tempo and make it over a minute long, or keep it out. So I think it's better without because then I I mixed it just so like we can go from uh, you know, typical. Just like, and then as it starts fading out, it says, "Welcome everyone to the Death Stranding podcast." Or, oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I yeah, production lead for show, for show. Oh, I figured I'd mention two buddies. So we've got Daniela, and our guest. He's going to be one of our guests for um, episode twenty. Uh, we're we're going to have a pretty. Hopefully, we're going to get like at least through. Th- maybe even four or five people I, I want it to be like a big kind of reunion thing so we have Daniela messaging saying oh I'll just be like he's like when are we studying I'm like we are studying right now <laughs> we you are inviting to the chat recording right now uh if I have to I'll I'll just I'll I'll, I'll de-dial you and then redial the actual main group so no. I don't know the main group I didn't look like it would record that's my that's what looked like the issue oh yeah is that I wouldn't record like I even went to Press call and it's grayed out, so I don't know what to deal with. Mm-hmm. Too many okay. people join the group, and it's like, nope. Okay. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Well, I'm uh, yeah, no, doing all grayed out. Exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. So Danielle is like, I don't Thank see you. the call. Um, can you message in the Death Stranding podcast and just explain to Danielle like that we are, um, di- actually I'll do it now. It's okay. Call a dialing Mitchell on his own RN right now. And um, so, yeah, um, are you cool to just jump off and I'll, we'll record with the stranding? We'll uh, record with Daniela? Yeah, we can call him. We'll all right, all right, really all right, all right. I'll, we'll cut this one and I'll, again, through the magic of editing. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, speak with you soon, man. Bye. Sam! Shut up. Don't even breathe. Incredible. This is the magic of, this Ooh. is the true magic of editing. How we doing, Daniela, and how we doing, Mitchell? Hello, uh, wait a second, I'll start recording on my own. Oh yeah, that's there cool. There we go. That's okay. Um, so what I've decided to do, um, Mitchell, and you can stop your recording, by the way. Um, so Danny, mm-hmm. Daniela, I think it's really, it really is like a seance. Like uh, if, if we do the recording of the multi-track, it, it really is probably best that we do it from the very start. This isn't on you. It's totally, totally fine. Like I don't really actually care. In fact, lately, seriously, the Skype has been like so clear. So I've stopped my my, my personal voice recording Mitchell you can stop yours and Daniela don't worry about it let's just do old school let's do old school buddy okay yeah man we keep going uh, uh, 
I do. I know. I know. I know. Also, I'm. I hear myself echoing like pretty badly. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I'm trying to listen to the audio file that I just recorded to see if it's like any good. Okay. Okay. Fine. It's not a big deal. You're pushing me, Mitchell. The unprofessionalism is just too much. I don't. I don't. I think. I think we need to. I think we need to have a chat. I'm kidding. (laughs) I love. I love just like just fucking taking the piss it's just so fun maybe that makes me like maybe i don't know it's like a um i just i just play with empathy (laughs) don't fuck with me man (laughs) don't fuck with my emotions i dig it um but yeah how you been daniele i've been good working and um yeah uh talking kojima on instagram as always yeah yeah i i yeah. Reading our wonderful listeners' comments. It's so lovely. Yeah, and then on the YouTube as well, I sort of addressed a few people there, like on the Shadow Dome, and like there was a comment there and stuff, which was really cool to see people like interacting with the show um, and giving that feedback. And it was really crucial. Like all kinds of feedback is super welcome. And yeah, for the critical, especially, it's it's um, I, I I expressed to this person, it's like you could have been more blunt about it. You could have been uh, less considerate, less polite, and you you weren't. You were respectful. And for that, like just letting you know, even if we're sort of sad to see you go because they said they were unsubbing um uh i was like you just letting you know that you've like actually helped us um sort of develop and, and sort of um, hone the show and develop it and improve it you know so but i don't know if they've unsubbed really because we actually ended up connecting quite well and um, this um uh, his name his or her name is um uh loki so l-o-c-i legend I, I really appreciate them yeah so they were like actually critical but they and it's something that you need to you ha- you can't take for granted on the web when someone is like hey the, here's a couple of things you're doing that i don't agree with here's my explanation why um and there was no projection there was no belittling there was no insulting there was no um derogatory language so again shout out to you um uh loki for uh, being super respectful and crit- and like uh, super respectfully critical you know yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out to them. Um, so this is a, okay. So listeners, we've just sort of edited in, uh, like we sort of stitched them together. But um, yeah, like we we started out Mitchell and I, but we gotta gotta bring the Dan in when he can, man. Gotta bring the Dan when you can. <laughs> Dig it. All right. Dan. Dan the man Snyder. Yeah, Dan the man. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Also, you guys. Um, I was saying, Daniela, like, um, me and Mitchell, like, have been like, have had this like trilogy of like power duo, and then we've actually been joined and stuff. But you've joined us equally as much. It almost feels like. So it feels like, yeah, like the the Dan Mitchell and me, like Albert, kind of vibe. I kind of dig it. It's really cool. Yeah, I, yeah. Dig it too. I killed Dean. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you just diss Dean and be like, except Dean? <laughs> No, no, I killed him. Oh, you killed him. Oh, that you iced him. Okay, sorry, uh, Daniele, rest in peace. Oh, it's all right. Yeah, (laughs) I wasn't planning on doing anything with my life anyway. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Nah, man, I'm kidding. It's so good to have you on, man. It always is. And um, yeah, speaking of the original crew, because, you know, Daniela, sorry, uh, Mitchell and I were just in the middle of, um, we had just finished doing the intro. We're just in the middle of kind of catching up and stuff. Um, And so, yeah, I essentially, we'll we'll essentially kind of just smoothly edit all of this in, if I remember to, although sometimes I don't, uh, or sometimes I just don't have the time, (laughs) as as we both know. In fact, the last episode is like full of like just technical stuff in the middle of the episode, and I'm like, great, okay, fine, whatever. Um, I usually stick them to the end, but they're on the episodes anyway, so we'll we'll see if I'm a bit more disciplined with this one. But um, uh, but yeah, so let's do. A, uh, speaking of technical stuff, so Daniela, 
just quickly see if you can put your mic, uh, sorry, um, put your volume a little bit higher. Yeah, you're pretty. It sounds um, like you're uh, halfway sure. across the room. It sounds like I you're. I have my usual pretty professional mic, but uh, I can try and do something about this. Oh, well, it's already sounding better just then. Okay, wait. Uh, I don't know. For me, it sounds worse now. Oh, really? Oh. Wait. You hear me better? That's so much better. Okay. Fantastic. Oh my god! Oh, yeah, sweet it's god. like Daniela has returned. It's like he's a natural human being now. Wow. Daniela, you're a real boy. <laughs> 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 yeah, I dig it. Also, yeah, um, so yeah, let, let you know, Daniela, you've probably seen it in the chat and stuff, but you know, we've got our 20th episode coming up, and like, no biggie, like, they're a freaking podcast with like hundreds of hundreds of episodes, but still a big deal to me, because you know, we've been at this for six months straight, uh, rough like five, coming on six months straight, which is like a feat, you know, um, and that's in, in, in no small part at all been because of you guys' willingness to like call, especially at the hours, you know, uh, I've had to shift things around, like it's it's basically become pretty much impossible for me to, to do the early hours on this end, just because of admin and like life stuff so it's it's a direct it's like the success of the show is 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 in huge part directly attributable to you guys' willingness your good grace your kindness your generosity and i may i fucking joke around a lot but i really honestly mean that you guys so i really appreciate it well i do appreciate your uh taking your tearing your life apart for this podcast <laughs> i kind of i low-key kind of have <laughs> i low-key kind of have but it's like the most self-honest expression of who i am that i've ever fucking done in my life and i'm i'm full in <laughs> the, yeah they say burn your bridges and i've i really have with this I'm, I'm i've got the video i had the interview with the videographer the other day so he's going to help us with some video content soon so that that's actually happening soon should have a patreon wow. video up in the next few weeks so um to just sort of yeah just get more of a face um of like just put faces to voices a bit better uh, um and what i'll probably probably be doing is asking each of you um to because you know we're not quite there yet probably unless like daniela and mitchell and everyone I, unbeknownst to me have amazing lighting studios and like incredible webcams and you know stuff that can we can really start doing some of that voice stuff but um the way that i would like to I have a green screen Okay. Oh, that's cool. I can dig that. Um, <laughs> I don't care about your personal films, man. Like that's 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 TMI. Okay. Too much information. Mm -hmm. All right. I don't know about that. Always <laughs> 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 too I am scared. That was that was. I dig it. I dig it. It's very hyena like. I really I, like. I, it. When, I, when I laugh, like very like high pitched giggly laugh. It's good. It's like hee hee hee. Yeah, it. I it's this. good. You almost <laughs> broke my phones. My head. <laughs> uh, that's it. Uh, but needless to say, have a, like a, a solid laugh. It just kind of fluctuates on the moment. I dig it, man. It's just yeah, all about self honesty. That's kind of what we're essentially riffing about, anyway, as well. So um, yeah, and so that's kind of the deal. Is that we're going to incorporate some video elements? So what I'll probably probably be asking each of you to do is just like film a, a quick little thing because I want to include each of you in the Patreon video, um, and so you can script it yourselves. I can kind of review it a bit. We can workshop it, and it's just going to be you, Daniela, talking to the camera. Um, and if I probably if we get creative, what we'll do is maybe even have everyone say the same thing and just be like, "Hi, da da da. We are co-hosts of Interactive Artistry, blah blah blah." And then I'll I'll kind of create cut between each of you so then you know how they do in like documentaries and stuff they like finish each other finish each other's sentences and it's like this beautiful thing with the music in the background and all that so yeah that's the that's kind of the idea wow. there's two options for that either 
it's either A, we all say, shut up, don't even breathe, or, <laughs> hello everyone, I am back. Yeah. Oh. Like <laughs> we have to yeah, workshop it. Two yeah. On the on the 20th, that's the plan is to have as many people including Steve, Eduardo, we're going to have all, everyone and we'll take the opportunity obviously to record the 20th episode, but I kind of also want it to be sort of like a kind of company conference call of like just everyone just like and and just sort of discussing whether or not they'd be up for something like that. And if I get everyone sign off, I'll script the thing, I'll film mine, I'll post you guys a private link to my one and then you guys kind of just follow suit with that same one. And um, I think that'll be kind of cool with some music in the background. And um, do you know anyone, Mitchell, who like does music that can probably do some music for us for Patreon? No. Okay, Daniela. Anyone? I don't go outside. Uh, cool. I'm thinking, but um, I'm not sure. I'll try ask around. Nice. We have a, a wild Dean appearing. This is insane. Wow. Whoa, bro. I'm, just, I'm, I'm messaging now. Attack? Can you join? Now we are recording. <laughs> right now. Ha 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 ha. Amazing. Let's just see how he goes. This is just this is just him messaging me um privately. So but I'll see. In fact, um can you add I, I like how I just keep delegating, but like I haven't set up that auth yet, but we'll get there. So I've just set up this group called DS DSP Alt. Uh, he can. He, oh yeah, really? I can come in twenty minutes. Yes. They're on by okay. the long-awaited group. The long-awaited return. Okay, wait. All right, I'm adding. No, it's okay. You oh, yeah. see, see how you go. Um, if you have the authority to add someone, but otherwise, I'll do it now. Do. I just need to go find his name and then invite him to the group. That's all good. Actually, no, I did it, man. Yeah, boy, get that, oh, okay. that efficiency dough. But it's good to know that you can. Awesome. I'll just <laughs> message him. I'll just message him here. So, Bosnak, my dude, join whenever you like. Awesome. Terrific. Fantastic. Well, let's crack on while we wait for the awesome Dean to, um, like, impromptu totally join us, which is incredible. Um, so... You just want to, like... Just have a general discussion and then have them join in and then go into like that's, a full podcast and Reddit rundown. You, yeah, you best best believe it. So what we'll do is I'll, I'll kind of just crack on and I'll just, again, this is all just going to be super smooth, hopefully editing. And I say it as though I'm willing it to happen. It has about a 40% chance of actually happening, me tightening up the edit. <laughs> So, okay. All right. So, um, so I just finished yet yeah, to all the listeners just describing kind of sort of, um, uh, yeah, what the show is, you know, Death Stranding podcast. Um, and I sort of went over all that. So now I figured I would sort of explain what we sort of do in terms of structure. So with each of the episodes, um, you, by now, if you've been listening to all of them, you kind of know the regular kind of dealio that we have here, but just for new listeners. So we have a kind of a loose sort of structured approach. And what we do is we start with a kind of catch up, which we're just about to kind of crack on with. Um, with uh, the newly arrived Daniele, with uh, Mitchell, who I started the call with, and we now have Dean, who will join us in about 20 minutes' time, which is really cool, because he's one of like our OG hosts, and um, it's good to, you know, we've already been saying, Mitchell, about like getting the game back together for the 20th, but it's so funny, like, imagine if Eduardo just messages, he's like, I can join! It's like, holy shit! <laughs> yeah. But, um, but uh, Daniele, did you know, guess who just submitted a freaking voicemail out of pure awesomeness into the Skype chat? We've got Kathy, Kathy Bonson, man. 
Wow, really? I know, I know, out of nowhere. So, because like, um, I had uh, he's and um, he's been with us from the very start as well, just commenting, giving us tech advice and everything, which is so great. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah. And so, if uh, Mitchell, I if I may ask you to maybe just like jump, um, maybe yeah, open open I up. Just, the, I yeah, just, I just started downloading it. Legend, fantastic, terrific, awesome. And so, what we'll do is, um, yeah, because I I played it to up to my uh, what I did actually is I cut away to the MP3, but when I played it to you guys, I just played it off of my phone. So I might do that this time, this time, but we'll see who sounds best. And um, with creative editing, we'll hopefully, um, yeah, get that sorted. I also need to desperately start timestamping uh, while we do this. Uh, you know, I mean, we don't swear. We're like we don't care about swearing and stuff. So that's how why some people do timestamps and stuff, but. Um, uh, I just want to help uh, Dean because Dean is our sort of um, or was or however he wants to if he can there's no pressure on him obviously to continue being our time stamper but that's that's yeah I kind of want that to kind of happen and to make it easier for the listeners but anyway let's crack on all right so catching up we will throw it to Daniele and then I will throw it to Mitch and then by then I think um, Dan, uh, um, Dean will have already joined us I think so Daniele how was your last week in Kojima and um, Death Stranding kind of news and happenings um pretty quiet actually yeah um i think he hadn't he hasn't tweeted very much mm-hmm. um or if he has it was nothing relevant mm. um i rewatched all three trailers yesterday because i just felt like yeah i just, I just wanted to see something beautiful <laughs> yeah oh that's beautiful oh i'll i'll i'll, I'll yeah. clip that out and put that in a little like one day I'll, I'll when again when I have the time I'll just like segment out some of these awesome quotes and just like put them over some images <laughs> of some music and stuff. It's like yeah, because you know yeah maybe for the hundredth episode I'll just like have that like have the have the sort of reminiscence cast or whatever we have on that hundredth episode. Like um, when I'm doing that big sort of um, uh, massive like mega edit of everyone's sort of hopes and dreams and stuff for like what uh, Death Stranding what they want Death Stranding to be. I think that's gonna be. I just wanted to see something beautiful, man. This is like really earnest. I really dig. <laughs> yeah, That's, um, it's more like an idea for now. Yeah, than it is a game. Yeah, because That's right. so little we have so much to fantasize about, which yeah. is nice. Yeah, um, it is. It is. But yeah, but yeah, continue, man. So yeah, I I have a theory about that training. Oh, actually, okay. yeah, go for it. Dude. I'm gonna show you guys today. You tell me when there's when it's the right time, and uh, yeah. I thought about it a little bit and just came out of nowhere. Yeah, go. So, yeah. All right. I'm, I'm getting my popcorn, just like, hold on a sec. Getting all wrapped up. Okay, I'm sipping my, my Mountain Dew. I'm getting my Mountain Dew. Okay, okay, go. <laughs> all right. Mm. What if it was um, a fight between uh, two different corporations? I mean, something happened at the beginning of the game or mm. before that. Yeah. And um, the the reaction that humans had to this event, to this explosion, yeah, uh, were basically two different um, reactions. Okay. Some of them uh, grouped together and formed bridges. Um, wow. Which uh, like um tried to um make use of the power of humanity hence the baby mm-hmm. 
Damn. Well, the other corporation, which is the Black Hole, um, tried to uh, group up uh, to cooperate with these creatures, alien forces, trying to manipulate them and hence form the Black Hole mm. and try to, yeah. Oh my God. To make humanity evolve through uh, the power of these creatures. That's on another So it's kind of like two, two different um, approaches to the same event. Um, that's insane. I really, really dig that. that and again, that, that feels that feels like something that could really like feasibly and um, uh, plausibly um, be a basis for the story. Wouldn't you agree, Mitchell? Yeah, it sounds a lot like uh, the 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 show between Cipher and uh, yeah. Big Boss, I guess, or, or the Patriots oh, yeah. and Snake or whatever groups they were at the time before they were retconned. Uh, basically, their conflict between two from this it sounds a lot like NML Gear Solid Three, where Boss was like had the dream of peace, mm. and Zero took it one way of total control, while uh. Snake took it as a, a constant war and conflict. Mm-hmm. And so basically from one idea spread, from like one plane spread two ideas, which conflicted with each other, and then started a conflict between the two, which spun out until we get to against the Patriots, where the warring factions are trading in a war economy and things like that. So it could be possible, but mm-hmm. I think it's a little too close. But Kojima... Yeah. He's he's done he's done similar things with you know, Metal Gear one, two, Metal Gear Solid one, two, and three with the same you know, getting locked up in prison and escaping and stuff. So, I mean it's plausible. It sounds really interesting, and I like the I like it's not like it's a bad concept. I really like the concept between like two factions fighting over the kind of the same thing. You know, the light and the dark, the Jedi and Sith. You know, things like that. And I really like the concept. It's one of my favorite. Uh, like conflicting like in storytelling mm-hmm. that is my opinion okay interesting um i actually now you're catalyzing me now i had i i actually had been thinking about like a bit of a theory as well um and it was sort of set off by i you know obviously with the handhead titan and the and the feeder that kind of stuff that i'd been um that i'd been uh you know obviously like creating the, the um, the thumbnail art and stuff it got me thinking and I posted some of that those thoughts um, to to the reddit there um, with the sort of main thing about like how I noticed that the, the hands are like straight up gold like you, you tweak the contrast a bit it, uh, it just reveal a little bit more of the sort of the texture and the, it feels like like I'm um, gilded like those hands are gilded gold so the of the of the handhead titan yeah yeah so um, but um actually I didn't want to interrupt Daniela um please continue if you haven't finished with your theory yet yeah. Oh yeah, well, basically, um, so two corporations that react to the arrival of these creatures in different manner. Um, one, as I said, bridges through the power, um, trying to um, uh, take advantage as much as possible of the power of humanity itself, mm-hmm. uh, which is the baby, uh, symbolized by the baby, and uh, the others um, giving themselves to the to the creatures, like Matt Mickelson. Wow. And trying to get their advantage out of their power, but of okay. course that wouldn't work. Uh, but we'll see. I, I mean, this could be a premise. Um, 
I'm still uh, maybe I have to think about it more to to get to where the story could go. But with such a premise, the story could go literally everywhere. Mm. Yeah. It really could. I oh my god, yeah. And speaking of things going everywhere, like that's the sort of thing about my vision of the hand head titan and and this yeah, like mm -hmm. theory crafting as well. I figured like yeah, why not impromptu round table of theories, you know, cuz um we we discuss sort of the sometimes the the formal qualities obviously with them um when we're diving into uh the threading the strands which is for this one uh, listeners the penultimate of the eight part series which will conclude with our next episode episode 20 where we'll be analyzing the final minute and um daniela i don't know if you know but we've um ex we've um uh, reached out reached out to yongya to see if he wants to join us for that last one because it is like the teaser of all teasers there's a lot revealed in that final shot um so yeah, but I figured I'd mention that. And um, the answer? Uh, he hasn't yet, but we'll we'll I'll I'll keep tabs on it. Yeah, he's super busy. Oh my god! Like, like uh, yeah. Go ahead. I think he's like East Coast, so right now it's like four a.m. I think he's East Coast, so I think it's like four a.m. there. So yeah, yeah. So, mm. uh, so whatever he um, if if he ends up able to join, we'll we'll shift things around to be able to get him on the show for sure. Um, but yeah, so uh, th yeah, so it made me think of my theory, which was um, that it, a lot of this imagery could be the the melding of dream realm with reality, um, and the the dangers of of um, you know, uh, like how to put this. It's it's the idea that I mean. Lovecraft has, has explored this, which is the idea of like um, dream uh, and alternate dimension sort of melding. And there's when I noticed the golden hands, I just thought of like, okay, well, um, there's the you know the the corpse is also gold headed, um, and then the man who lands, mm -hmm. yeah, the man who lands who no one else can see, which is a, a trope of when someone is having imaginary visions of of like they maybe they have a like a, a imag either imaginary friend. That's one thing. It's like. I mean, a really random out of their example is the movie Harvey, where it's like this guy. You guys remember that? I'm 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 dating myself here, but it was like a guy who was basically haunted by a giant rabbit, and no one else could see it but him. Um, which is a little bit like the Donnie Darko thing, I suppose, if you think about it. But um, Harvey, yeah, it's just <laughs> called Harvey. Harvey. Yeah, it's just called Harvey, and um, you know, Donnie Darko kind of took that element from it. But uh, what it made me basically catalyze, what it catalyzed for me, was the idea Andy, that um, yeah, Sam could be being haunted by like a dead colleague uh, or a dead um, like this the ma the golden mask <laughs> person could be this weird kind of um, you know David Lynchian imagery like trying to signify something because in the David Lynch stories in the dream the dreams are are so cryptic. Um, we end up obviously deconstructing them to an extent throughout the season one and two and even a bit of three um but dream symbology may be a untapped feature that we're not really considering um in some of our speculations and some of the theory crafting i've seen out there so my thought was that like because like all we could all we might know in a very lovecraftian way is that they're attacked by the others maybe the unseen only appear to sam as the grasping creatures maybe if we entered the like the viewpoint of maybe the female protagonist they would appear as they would appear as different you know so oh do we have someone joining hello mm -hmm. uh, ooh I, in I initially thought we may have had uh, a, D a dean joining for a sec I can't see the group. That's okay. Um, hey, Danielle, are you still there? Yeah. Oh, yeah, just checking, just checking. But that's okay. Again, the magic of editing. But yeah, so that <laughs> to, to, to tie off my kind of long-winded um, 
uh, kind of like, you know, trying to be concise, but ended up being pretty exhaustive thought is that, yeah, I think some of this could be all in Sam's mind in a way, and that the 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 unseen maybe like they may take certain shapes for certain people, and for Sam maybe maybe possibly uh, you know like maybe they 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 take they take the the shape of like maybe traumatic experiences. So maybe someone that Sam knew had his hands or her hands severed and her head severed or something, and it's like this big thing that just like for him represent like it's this fearful creature that takes on the guys like Bogart style if you want to think about it in Harry Potter terms um, of something that's like completely traumatizing and, and horrifying and colossal and and all of that all of that um, stuff that like in dreams makes you kind of freeze you know and, and not be able to move and 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 maybe that's why it may explain why like Sam is, is like frozen to the spot or like not able to react and stuff so yeah so that's kind of my deal there and I really really appreciate you Daniela you sharing that because um, I wouldn't have um, been able to I, I don't think I'd have had, I hadn't really quite fully articulated it until you sort of, um, uh, until you sort of uh, shared yours. So I really appreciate that, Daniela. Oh, thank you. Yeah, dude. And I really <laughs> I appreciate I, your theory as well. Yeah, dude. I, and I so dig your theory. The reason why I said it's so plausible is because I can just see, I can straight up just see the, the, the story starting mm -hmm. that way with like the, the prologue, you know, the Hudson river two years ago, you know, like, uh, or, you know, <laughs> river two years ago. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 and it's like and like the company bridges. Yeah, the company bridges, and the and I can I can hear Sam slash you know Norman's voiceover um say something like oh you know in the year twenty fifty eight um you know two companies were vying for each other's you know technology or whatever you know mm -hmm. yeah and like Blade Runner style awesome so um, i'm just messaging bosnak dean two minutes by the way what's with recording your own voice and stuff because i haven't dealt with that don't worry about it <laughs> we're not doing that for now putting a pause on that um, we're going yeah we're going we're doing it live we're doing it old school on that mm. we are doing it old school yeah all right so that's awesome yeah daniela so uh, thank you for the super awesome impromptu theory and um uh was there anything else kind of with this like you know the way i phrased it earlier with mitchell is that not so much of official activity through official channels like the twitter and stuff but we have seen a lot of activity on the reddit as always which we were just commenting when you joined we were just saying that it's growing quite well like quite nicely you know i think we'll hit twenty one thousand. Yeah. yeah we'll hit twenty one thousand definitely before gdc in 10 days Cool. Yeah. Um, one question I wanted to ask you both, mm -hmm. since we're here. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Talking about theories. Um, do you guys think that we'll be only controlling Sam's? Oh, I think so. Mm. But then again, I, I kind of see Kojima maybe because toying with I mean, like yeah. We've already seen a we've already seen a cutscene, which is the second trailer, where there's no normal readers. Wow. Yeah, holy shit. That's right. No, no one read us at all. So maybe that was like a kind of, um, uh, you know, indirect hint that like he, he may, yeah. But then again, I mean, I'm being a little bit everyone's advocate now, devil's advocate, angelic advocate, whatever, blah, blah. Like I, I think it has been underlined in triple that we're playing Norman, but Daniela, you know what? I'm going to leave that open. I think we could end up be playing maybe even as um, Emily O'Brien's character, which would be really cool um, for certain segments. Um, 
So I can dig that. I can dig that for sure. Yeah, I think it's possible. Yeah, yeah. I think it could be, but you know, the yo, question yo. is: is it Oh would... my god! Oh. It's sorry to interrupt, oh. Mitchell. <laughs> dean, come here, come here, you big dean, such a <laughs> dean. Oh, you I'm are the most important you, you are the dean you are the dean of martins <laughs> that's from uh, that's from the back show yes the ultimate dean the dean himself uh my dude welcome after 13 skype tells me I, it actually has it underneath your name last time i spoke to you was 13 days ago so um, almost two weeks of deanlessness who, who like that's that's not that's not a world i want to live in i don't want to live in a world without dean <laughs> I know, man. It's such a good, good uh, thing to hear your voice. Yeah, hey, yeah, All man. Of good to hear and Daniel, nice. Cool. Yeah, let's have you back. Yeah, the so old guy. So, what's been happening, man? We're just catching up. We? We're just catching up. So, literally, this is you know how I, after I do the intro and everything, I'm just like, so how is everyone's week? So, we were just in the middle of Daniela's week. I'll throw it to Mitchell, and then I'll throw it to you, Dean. Is that cool? Yeah, sure. Legend. All right, go uh, go for it, man. Uh, Daniela, if you if there were any other riffs apart from your awesome theory, which um, Daniela will uh, recap for um, uh, for Dean, uh, just because obviously out of courtesy because he just joined. So basically, yeah, go for it, man. Um, Daniela, just recap your theory for Dean for for Dean, and and we'll crack on with the rest of your week. Okay. Well, um, I was considering, dear Dean, that. <laughs> 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 The story will start with these two corporations. Uh, one of them is Bridges, um, which uh, took the arrival of these creatures um, as a, uh, a a chance to uh, take um, take the most of the power of out of the power of humanity, mm. uh, hence the baby. Mm. Um, and there are and there's black hole, which uh, is trying to manipulate the uh creatures that arrived and um they're trying to um yeah i like that. take their power for the benefit yeah which of course doesn't end well usually and yeah so that was um what i thought might be the starting point the starting point for the game it sounds so plausible but yeah go ahead what did you think of that one dean um yeah i mean it's it's possible i guess um, yeah, there were some calculations that Black Hole is some kind of organization also before, mm. I think. So, yeah, yeah, yeah I, you know, uh, we're still in that phase. I mean, there was like zero news since I, I was last here, so <laughs> that's pretty <laughs> shit. <laughs> well, now that you're back, maybe the news will pick up. That's the Kojima, it's all about like, it's like he, he, only, he only really cares oh, about is one. Dean on? Is Dean on? Yeah, he's just like, he asks, he asks yeah. every morning. He's like, I, I'll drop, okay, Dean's on? Okay, I'll drop a new trailer because Dean's back. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey Dean, do you want to be on uh, every uh, podcast every day now? All right, all right. Uh, all right. <laughs> That's right. Also, um, Mitchell, have you met Dean and have you been on a show with Dean? I can't remember. I think I we're on the first episode. Yeah, I, I think the first episode I was on. Mm. But then I think either he had to leave halfway through or. It was like a really short episode or something like yeah, that. Yeah, um, Dean told me later that he left because he doesn't like you, uh, Mitchell. He's like, uh, I don't like that guy. It's not. It's like, oh. I mean, understandable. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, not, it's nothing personal. It's your voice, I think. <laughs> <laughs> what if 
I use my sneak voice. That's good. Oh, that's, <laughs> sneak that's voice. That's level. Yeah. Nanomachines. <laughs> Nanomachines. The podcast. The podcast. Middle Gear. Yeah. It's yeah. No about Death Stranding. Theories <laughs> take over. That's right. I dig that. Also, Dean. No, no. Okay. All right. Let's make sure, Dean. Are you sitting down? Is it a comfortable chair? You're you're all good, right? Like we need. This is a breaking breaking news, which isn't really breaking news, but I just need to break like brace yourself because we all know here our listenership. Our by the way, Mitchell just going to jump in. We have over four thousand um, downloads with the the main Death Stranding podcast in our across our history. Um, we have a year like um, a, a cumulative of something like. I would like to say like 40,000 views or something. It's like, I need to get the figures properly, but everyone who's ever like, who's listening right now, just let it be known that I'm about to ask Dean. I'm about to feel something to Dean. So Dean, how do you feel about the fact that Joel from the last of us is in death stranding? <laughs> I mean, Ooh. you know, I was, <laughs> but uh, you know, he's in every game. Like Daniel said, that he, yeah, he's he kind of is. He was in my cereal this morning. I was like, Troy Baker, get the fuck out of my cereal. <laughs> Just trying to eat, man. I'm trying to eat my breakfast. Nah, man, I really respect yeah, the dude's work. I, yeah, I, I love the guy. You, you know, I love the guy. Yeah, yeah, he's a G. So, Total G. Yeah, I, I can, I can't, I can't wait to see what kind of character he will be playing and yeah. how much. I hope he, he's, you know, one of the main characters. I dig it. And yeah. that we will see him more than we will just hear his voice. You know, oh, yeah. Like yeah. Dean is back. Yeah, my, my man, my man. We're going to do it after this. We're going to have an, uh, you know, episode 21. I reckon we should do like a between, just as a buffer between the on season and off season because we're going to dive into the filmmaker focused ones like the inspirations, uh, influences in film series. We'll start with probably either David Lynch or Stanley Kubrick or something, uh, one director per episode. But, but, but before then, I want to have the long belated part three of uh, Phantom Painting Games. Like I've got, I've got it. I've got another one in me, man. We should totally do it. Do you reckon episode tw- episode twenty one? I mean, sure, yeah. yeah Even though I, I, I think we said most of the stuff, but yeah, there is always no. You mustn't give up, Dean. We must. <laughs> there is always more. Uh, yeah, uh, maybe we did can. You, did you guys talk? Yeah, did you guys can. talk uh, some about uh, survive? Oh. And, and stuff? Uh, we don't. Uh, I'm oh, gonna. We we didn't have the courage. We didn't have the courage. <laughs> it was it was more like Dean. It's funny because some of the th- the aspects of survive, you know, yeah. like floating up into the sky and shit. You know, I give no fucks about spoilers. Like fucking, you know, we have <laughs> we have very we have very very established viewpoints on on that title, and you know, I'm siding with Young all the way. Just like if you're wondering about Albert's opinion, it's like reference, see what Young explains. And the only thing I would do is Young is he's pretty hard boiled now. He's really like he gives no fucks, particularly like super like sharply. All I would say is I throw it to the I, I throw a little like a, I soften it a little bit by saying the people in Konami who want to clearly leave, who left that amazing secret message, um, shout out to you guys. Like get the fuck out of there. Um, you don't deserve to to be in a place like that. Have the boss extract you. Yeah, 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 you know. Um, I'd much rather be like lifted into some alternate dimension by a handhead titan than fucking like working at Kajami Konami. Jesus, Jesus, you know. Um, so, but yeah, yeah, we didn't really cover it, dude. I it's, got it's... something to say about that. Go, 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 go. I got something to say. I don't think Metal Gear will survive this time. Oh, okay, all right. Okay, we are <laughs> done. Podcast. See you guys next week. <laughs>
see you. <laughs> now I can go and die in peace. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's it. My last wish Danny was to make... Daniel hasn't changed one bit. I know, he hasn't. <laughs> Dude, we're calling him Dagniele because he's just so daggy. Just Dagniele. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Fuck yeah, man. Never change. Fucking you. Fuck you, man. Never change. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, no, I, I can... Yeah, so we, we've... Yeah, so to address that, yeah. Dean, it's just like, yeah, the vibes aren't good. And then Yong just told us that, like, Konami are charging you to, like, to have... Like, they, they want $10 so that to view the alternate ending. And I'm like, just, just fuck. Mm. Just go, like, find whatever orifice that suits you on that particular day and just shove the rest of your body into that particular orifice and just, like, fuck off, you know? So... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But that's me on. Uh, we can do a quick little roundtable on on what we each think. Uh, Mitchell, two or three words. Metal Gear Survive. Go. That came out. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> Love it. Okay, Dean. Uh, go. Two, three words from Metal Gear Survive. Uh, I I didn't really follow it at all. I Good. mean, I watched Young's video today. And, but yeah, and you know, it's same as before. Uh, yeah. I love that. It got so much hate. I love that it has like <laughs> two advanced critic users. So you know, I love all of it, and it, it, it's deserved hate. Yeah, it's a disobedient puppy. It, so. It's like if you're trying to freaking toilet train a puppy, you don't give it praise for shitting in the fucking lounge. Like exactly. you, 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 you don't. Like you don't. You, 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 you rub its, you rub its face into it and be like, "This is bad. Do not do this." You don't over. Mm. I mean, again, again, I'm, I'm thinking of my basic levels of decency that I'd have. I would respect a puppy that shat in the freaking lounge way more than I would show any kind of like uh, decorum when dealing with uh, some of the behavior. It's just it shows a level of obliviousness on just some on another level um and all that stuff about like preventing their employees from getting the best health care it's like you can just seriously just royally fuck yourself like yeah do it mm. you know do it yeah and you uh, and you know how i am i'm now i mean i'm not in the industry yet but i'm learning about it and mm. stuff yeah and it, it just it just pains pains me so much because yeah. I mean, you can see the potential behind the engine, behind, you know, all the scripts, all the programming mm. behind that game. Mm. But the core principles, you know, the, the crafting, the uh, farming, the sh shit like that just destroys yeah. everything. And it, it's, it's it's such a bad dynamic because it has so much potential. And it's, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, a, it's a shame. It is a shame, yeah. And I'm glad, like, we brought it down to that level because obviously we all tend to kind of go immediately into, like, the, the derision and I'm, I'm happy to deride um, Kojima, sorry, uh, Konami at any at any point. Like, seriously, like, they've earned all of the bad press. They're getting all of that. But, yeah, I'm glad that Dean sort of took it back to that level of, like, it is at, it is an actual fucking shame. Like, like something major is being lost here. Imagine the alternate universe where could where post Kojima Konami is insanely respectful. They're putting out something that may imagine the gift that that would be to have a death stranding and for all of us to be equally excited about what Konami's doing, you know, say like Tamima Antoniades who directed like hell hellblade. There was rumors of him taking over metal gear. What if he's putting something incredibly beautiful together? Um, and what, what if that was the case? Like we could be having two things. We could be discussing two things. I maybe, maybe even would have named the show like the Kojima show instead of the Death Stranding show or something like to sort of be able to encapsulate it but it's really fucking tragic and I'm, I'm glad you brought it um into that space Dean to kind of like yeah let's like as a like a moment of mourning really for what could have been yeah for sure for sure okay um so 
I think we were still, yeah, I sort of threw it to Daniela to recap his theory. You've done that. Was there anything else, Daniela, for like your end of like Kojima Konami stuff? Or can I throw it to Mitchell before we throw it to Dean? You can throw it to Mitchell. I'll throw it to Mitchell. I'm sure he'll grab it. Yeah, he can catch it. Can you catch? <laughs> yeah, you ever learned to catch? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. Okay. All right, go, go, Mitchell. How was your, uh, your, um, your week in Death Stranding and Kojima, my friend? Uh, some interesting stuff, more art, more uh, yeah. theories, a lot more uh, cool photos and things like that on the on the subreddit. Big thing, in, I guess, in the, I don't know if this counts as Kojima, but Kimo Totoro winning uh, yeah. two Oscars. Mm-hmm. That's pretty big in the, I guess, Kojima sense. I don't yeah. know if that it, it, counts. Two, Ox- two Oscars for, some, for himself, obviously, best. I mean, he shares it with the rest of the team, you know, the best picture yeah. for himself personally. He calls them the twins, which is great. Uh, best director, best picture, and then you've got um, best production design and then best music. Yeah. So, yeah, fucking great. I dig it. Yeah, that's awesome. Anything else Another on the Reddit things. in particular? Before We'll obviously jump around to obviously when we get to the Reddit readout, but um, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. It, it's quiet now. They're, they're working on it. It's like everyone at one point, yeah. the, the production has to kind of put their nose to the grindstone and what we are doing. But I will say for both Daniela and um, and Dean, our surprise, again, the, the, the edit of this is going to be great because what I'll probably end up doing is um, instead of just like cleverly editing so that they just appear, I'll literally just maybe like dip a bit of music in and just like, oh, and suddenly... Daniela has appeared. Oh, and Adine has appeared. So, <laughs> but I figured I'd let you both know that we are now officially under a hundred days from the next E3. So ninety-five days. Wow! Oh, yeah. nice. And screaming by, screaming by. So ten days to GDC as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and we've we've discussed about what may await us for D- GDC. And um, but again, it's you know what I don't have. I don't think it's uh quite at the round table kind of sort of sort of level of like whether we have it's it'll it would just be essentially outright 100 percent speculation and maybe if we have time later we'll sort of address that then but um but yeah cool awesome thanks uh thanks there dean uh, sorry thanks mitchell um and dean how was your week in um death stranding and kojima well uh, i actually wanted to ask you guys uh what do you think if you know this guillermo del toro stuff will have an impact on I don't know, marketing or sale numbers for this training. I, I'm really curious about it because, you know, it's a big thing and I don't know what kind of role he will have in the game if he will have a, you know, big role. But I think this could be, you know, something that will push maybe some more people to, to that training and Kojima, Kojima's work overall. That's very valid. I'll, that's really great. I'll throw it to Daniela. What did you think of what um, Dean just posited? I'm sorry, I was distracted. <laughs> that's okay, that's okay, man. You can you can do I'll, your crochet houses, over. you can make what your freaking he's like he's like freaking crocheting there. Is that what you're doing? You're making a freaking making a house of cards? Is that what you're freaking playing solitaire? Fucking bludger. Jesus. I thought I had professionals on this fucking show. But you know what? I mean, one whole dollar. You know what? You know what? I mean I don't pay you a damn thing and I expect you to work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, but yeah, no. Um, Dean was basically saying. So, what what could be the effect, the positive effect, 
of, uh, you know, uh, Guillermo, who is so close, in fact, not even just close to the project, directly involved in the project, starring in the project ostensibly, at least his physical appearance, how how could that um, have an effect on uh, Death Stranding sort of exposure? I think personally, like my the two cents is that it's brilliant. And when um, Daniela throws it to me after throwing it to Mitchell, uh, I'll, I'll expound on that. But what do you reckon, Daniela? Okay, so, um, I mean, he... Um repeatedly said he's not involved on a production level yeah um because of course Guillermo del Toro has a lot going on on his hands he's got other other projects so we can't be that much involved but once I said this I, I think um Kojima already went to del Toro for advices and, and stuff uh, on on cutscenes I'm sure of that I'm sure he confronted with them, and I'm sure he, uh, the two of them, meet sometime uh, to give each other updates on their own projects. Okay. So yeah, he surely he's got a friend, uh, a, a great friend to rely on when asking advices. Yeah, that's what I think his involvement is, the Torres involvement. Okay, I can do that. Yeah, what did you think of that, Mitchell? Yeah. I, I agree with that, but um, I think that it will have a positive impact, like, I think in the utmost sense, you know? Hmm. I think so. I dig it. Yeah. I mean, because, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. On the face of it, it's, it's super positive, you know, uh, like just, just from that, like it's, I mean, in this age of like uh, connected, um, you know, what is it like web traffic and tracking and all that, like Gilmo is so, he's so prominent in Death Stranding's like marketing that it's it's inevitable that like Death Stranding will have an insane amount of exposure from from um, the the shape of water wins for sure but I didn't mean to jump in just wanted to support your point there Mitchell yeah. <clears throat> I mean it's already worked a little bit uh funny enough my friend uh they're not like big into Kojima they never played a Kojima game or anything like that but they just like they've seen the trailers of Death Stranding and they uh Send me a picture of Guillermo del Toro at the Oscars, and then a picture, a screenshot from uh, Death Stranding second trailer. It's a coincidence. I think not. I think this guy's involved. <laughs> mm. I mean, they're not even into Death Stranding. They're just like they noticed that he was in that trailer. So I mean, already having uh, people noticing him from the Oscars and The Shape of Water and all the work he's done before, mm. now in it to someone who's not even into the thing, just recognize him. From the trailer like oh that's that guy he looks just like him hmm. so. yeah as simple as that and that's really great there, there you go you have a practical example right there awesome how, how about um i mean obviously you fielded it dean um the question but like uh was there any particular riffs you had before you um, i can I'll, I'll jump in i mean yeah i think you know that uh, i don't know online sites and uh, you know sites like that will probably you know if a new trailer comes in or something like that hmm. They probably say, you know, the the Oscar-winning uh, person. Fuck yeah. my English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag fuck know. my English, by the way. I'm going to make a t-shirt out of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Staring in, in the, you know, this video game. Yeah. I think it can have a great, great effect, great positive effect. Because, you know, it blends these two worlds, movies and games. Mm. And maybe the public also. Yeah. From the movies to the games and stuff like that. 
Absolutely. Yeah, but go for it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I'll just expand on a little bit what I said there about like, um, you know, especially, I don't know if there's, um, one thing I do know is that Kojima saw something, I believe, in, in, in Guillermo that I think um, not to the degree that we now see him as as like the artist that he is like he, they met over i believe hellboy 2 i think there was if he tells the story in the dice um interview with jeff Keighley in 2016 about how they met um and it was yeah he sort of tells that story there but that's how far how, how long ago and before then i mean i think he had already made uh did he make pan's labyrinth between um hellboy 1 and 2 i think he did yeah, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, Pan's Labyrinth was two thousand and six, and then Hellboy two came after that. So he had had he had um, Pan's Labyrinth under his belt, uh, and then two thousand and eight, I believe, was um, Hellboy two: The Golden Army. And so they, yeah, so he had this affinity with Guillermo. But one thing I know, like from a from just like observing kind of his like influences and at work and all of his titles is that Kojima is like, and it like he's a super discerning artist, you know? And when I initially saw the kind of um, kinship that they shared, I was like, well, you know what, as far as I've seen um, Guillermo to be, even though like Pan's Labyrinth was beautifully nuanced and like emotional and it really showcased his, um, his abilities as a storyteller, as a new more nuanced storyteller, emotional, um, and that incorporated a lot of symbolism and a lot of like allegory, which in a really effective and, and terrifying but also really beautiful effective way we the public perception of Guillermo was still very much as like a like that guy who directed Blade 2 like he was still like he was still shaking that off at the time so I think Kojima just saw I think with when people make like good friends like I, I say this with my like my girlfriend it's like when she met me um there it's and when you meet kindred people and i saw this with all of you guys when i met all of you it's like this just whatever's like there might be stuff happening on the surface like you guys you know we're all kind of starting this all um you know uh, from where the place where we where we have i think neither none of us really had um you know i'd done some kind of uh like um uh you know voice stuff with like um i'd like done performance stuff but whatever like i know how to kind of like to hold presence when in front of a mic and stuff like that, but we're sort of all starting out. But there is an implicit trust that is gained when two when kindred people recognize each other's inner potential, as I've done for each of you, Mitchell, Daniela, Dean, um, and Eduardo and Steve and everything. It's just something I can sense that it's it's like a, a kind of prescience. It's a kind of like um, precognition of like where that person is heading. And I just would I know I wouldn't have been able to or could have hoped for better co-hosts for this show and i know that like with Koji with kojima when he when he met guillermo there was something way more than just oh by the way i like your i like your art as like a surface thing of like oh you're kind of cool i sensed that there was a connection on a deeper level and in fact since then every time you see them together there's just the the, the strongest brotherhood uh the strongest support for each other's work and um you know, they talk about in the 2016 interview about like getting like um, Shabu Shabu together and like doing karaoke together. And, and so all of this pointed to this, like each of them recognizing the potential of the other far, far before, like, or, and also regardless of whatever has gone before. So I, I think uh, this is all leading up to basically saying, I think Kojima knew that Guillermo would win the, the Oscar. <laughs> he, 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 he knew it. He knew it. He knew it probably a long time ago. And he's like, I, I need to, I'm, I, and it wasn't obviously just for that reason that they became friends. They became friends because, you know, the only 
thing separating them literally from growing up in the same neighborhood together as like childhood friends was geographical location. Like he was in Guadalajara, he was in, uh, um, you know, Guillermo in Guadalajara, uh, uh, you know, Hideo was in um, Japan, right? And, and, but seriously, that's the only barrier. Otherwise, they're pretty much exactly like super kindred, like childhood friends. So he, they connected on that level first. But I think as an artist, and also like, I think even Kojima would be like, oh, yeah, just from a, straight up business point of view you're like you're gonna give me such good exposure like you're gonna be the best marketing for me because you're gonna win a fucking oscar and then that's I'm, that's why i'm putting you in the fucking game why do you think do you think i'm being generous to you do you think i'm doing this because we're friends it's like no i want my game to sell copies so he's obviously joking here but i could just see kojima doing that and being like yeah dude of course you're gonna win a fucking oscar and like do all my marketing for me you know <laughs> so that's kind of the Kojima, Kojima is just using him for yeah that, and yeah and I can see that being a joke between them of like oh sure fine <laughs> is that all I am to you a piece of Oscar meat <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. that's right so that's kind of the vignette that I have going obviously you know it can you know I don't know them personally maybe at one point we get the opportunity to get the the skinny on it the actual story of it maybe have them both on the show or something would be really cool down the line way down the line but um but that's kind of the vibe I got about just regarding all of this and then you know we got a new render of like um Guillermo's character mm. like with the Oscars around it directly from uh Kojima Productions um and let me remind you guys so I don't know if you remember but when we ha started our first episode um we were a we were exactly the same amount of months away from TGA as we are right now from uh, or rather from 20th episode, from the 20th episode onwards that we will be from E3. So it kind of, that's why it kind of feels nice and cyclical that, oh, episode 20, shit, we're about three months away from a major event where we, do you remember, do you guys remember that first three months of like, we didn't even know whether we'd even hear about uh, Death Stranding that year, but then we got that super surreal, like eight minute trailer at the freaking Game Awards. Do you guys remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. Good times. So it, weird, it feels weirdly cyclical that like, oh shit, it's like we're starting we, in a weird way. It feels like, oh, we're just like, we're doing that whole process again. And I just love that it's sort of falling kind of perfectly onto the 20th episode. And I, I, I just maybe like a personal thing for me. I love when things just line up symbolically so well. Maybe it's like a facet of like really enjoying seeing different layers to things, even if they're uh, not necessarily intentional. I like making connections that way or stranding things together, so to speak. So I can, I, I'm, I'm digging it, dudes. Uh, I'm feeling, I'm feeling because I think I'm, I'm even, st even a couple months out from like the TGA trailer, I'm still super energized that holy shit, like the sag after strikes are over. We saw them motion capturing. We have Kojima on freaking Instagram now, live, live Instagramming like his photo sessions of, you know, his um, performance sessions, you know, we haven't had Dean on for a while. So we have so many things to kind of ask him about like the, the Vo Robert reveal, you know, the, the, um, obviously the Emily O'Brien, the Troy, we, we covered that a bit, but, um, so like, anyway, Dean like basically since we had you on uh things have really started like started back up again like they're entering production like they're and you know Dean we got to get your thoughts on it what do you think is this um uh this uh secret Jeff Keeley thing uh that uh you know Jeff Keeley was like live on Instagram being like oh secret meeting what do you think that is oh when was that oh yeah it was a uh, how long ago was it Mitchell oh about ago, like I think. about a week or two ago okay let me yeah. check his Twitter yeah. So did did, did he like take take Kojima or not? Yeah, he was there. He was he was having dinner <laughs> dinner with Kojima and um and yeah. they were in L.A. Daniel, it was L.A., wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and they were just like having dinner and like a girl, um 
Guillermo. Geoff was like talking to the camera and he was just like, yeah. Oh, like two weeks ago. Okay. About, like yeah. two weeks ago. Awesome. On like the, ni- the, like, the 19th of February. Yes, Mr. Detective. Uh, so Thanks, man. Yeah. I think it's probably about theatrical assume, maybe. Or, uh, I, I mean, Game Awards are too far away. Yeah, too far away. But oh, E3 Coliseum, I could see that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that. sure. But, but, but uh, let, let's be real. We're getting a new trailer. We're getting gameplay. The, you know, PlayStation. I will bet. Presentation. Anyone out there near, yeah. need a kidney? Because I'm going to bet my kidney on it. The shit, that's it. It's on record. It. It's on I'll record now. It. Okay, fine. I got it. Jesus. And even if <laughs> he it. says this time again that he will not be on E3, no, no one will trust him this time. Yeah. I think. So, don't even try it, it Kojima. Don't even try, don't even try, sir. But yeah, that was kind of an extended little tangent that ended in that question. But that's kind of how my sort of past week has been, is just like acknowledging, yeah, that of the whole Guillermo, which is, you know, we we, we actually shouted it out and discussed it on the previous show as well. But it bears bears repeating on, on a couple episodes because it's just such a, a, a wonderful um, uh, a symptom of the uh, film industry becoming healthier and more inclusive of like, uh, you know, just essentially, and I don't, don't mean to be blunt here or kind of inarticulate or super, super, you know, just like super straight to the point. But yeah, it's like so many Oscars have just been literally just awarding it to the Oscar bait movie over and over. Um, and the thing about Shape of Water is that in in tone and in content and in vibe and in like the timelessness of its storytelling you could see it as something oscar worthy but it doesn't it it doesn't at all like when you try and attach anything close to that term of like oscar bait to it it just pushes that away like oil to water like it's it's it, there's no sense of um pretense or contrivance or um you know, yeah, like uh, engineering it to be an Oscar-winning film. It just feels like this pure fucking expression of just like this is the story I wanted to tell. Um, and I say this, I say this like on the new Pacific Rim podcast about like how Guillermo, like he he said in many interviews that I'm at the point in my career where you know uh, I've I've I only let myself get attached to something to the point where I'm like staying up in the early mornings, like caring, and like I'm like however many pounds heavy, I'm however many years old, <laughs> like. If I care, like, to, to see me dedicating my time to something is to say, is to communicate, like, this is something I'm going to go all the way with, which is, um, which I sense that I think that's probably also how I think he he has connected with Kojima, because I feel Kojima's, I mean, can you really say, if you look at, like, Kojima, what he's doing here with, like, fetal babies and, like, thumbs up in the middle, like, you know, or, you know, like, the hand had tightened, all this craziness, like, both Kojima and Guillermo, I think I even said this on previous shows, but they're in that stage of, like, fucking go for broke, like, I'm gonna tell my story, you know? So, yeah, I figured I'd riff on that a little bit, because it's just good to see. It's just good to see, you know? Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, so let's crack on with our actual extended you know we've we've done a i know mitchell mitchell buddy we have Mm -hmm. to hear from you how has your week been have you have you had your week just making sure that everyone's covered because i'm a tattooed grandma go are you all you're good you've described Uh, your your your, your week a little bit yeah it's been it's been good yeah shooting Mm -hmm. stuff that's cool i've been writing a lot and it's been influenced by uh kojima's work Mm mm-hmm Things like that. So you should share some of it, it on the channel, dude. Um, Nick John Reddit. I'm sure um, he would, especially if you like preface it and stuff. It's like it's not like I'm not like writing like Death Stranding fan fiction, but like pseudo based on my theory about Death Stranding. Okay. And then based upon other ideas I've had, and I've kind of 
mesh them together. Ooh. Not like not in the sense of like I'm like shoving them together, like trying to fit puzzle pieces that don't fit. Just like okay. draw concepts and ideas together. I dig and it. Making it like something like a, an Annihilation, Interstellar, Arrival yes. kind of deal. Just a short story, like probably like a hundred pages. I'm trying to work on. That's right. In like about a month. So. Yeah. I dig it. Hey, I, that just reminded me. So again, uh, to our listeners who may, you know, he just referenced a few films there, you know, Interstellar, Annihilation. There's actually a pretty handy um, list that, um, this is not me tooting my own horn or anything. This is just like literally all the media that I just sort of put together. But I made a post that really, um, John and Nick read it over at the uh, one of the mods on um, Death Stranding Reddit. Very kindly has uh, put in the um, sort of permanent sort of sidebar there. So it's basically a list of media that share tonal and vibe kind of connections um, with Death Stranding and we have like film we have a TV series we have um, um, uh, yeah like um, poetry literature kind of stuff and also like actual just like paintings and stuff that uh, stuff that it ha- evokes or directly informs or just is in that same sort of subject matter space aesthetically thematically tonally as, as Death Stranding so we figured I'd mention that in case that's uh, people out there looking at um, uh you're sort of feeling that sort of vibe of maybe existentials, like um, uh, surrealistic, psychedelic, a little bit, a little bit psychedelic, but mo- mostly just like alternative sci-fi that has that sort of existential bent to it. So yeah, figured I'd mention that. But anyway, that sounds like our um, outline done and dusted. So speaking of which, we have our structure. I've mentioned this, and I kind of do tend to mention this on each of the shows. We um, sort of keep a sort of wide linear kind of approach to our sort of structure. So I figured I'd go over how we are going to progress from here. So after the uh, sort of catch up, we kind of go into our sort of overview or what we're going to go discuss. So um, uh, actually, so we go into our news first. So we, as we, we sort of covered a little bit of the news. And I, I say that I say this also in a lot of our shows is that we tend to combine sections a lot as well. So we're not at the stage where we need to kind of timestamp these uh, and segment them out into separate videos or anything like that. So um, yeah, so we sort of mixed a bit of news there. Um, then we'll have, selections from the death stranding reddit which is just like the reddit readout and the reddit rundown so it's just like either we sort of we'll sort of each have the reddit open in front of us we'll sort of use that as a basis for discussion um then we have the main topic which is as i've probably iterated earlier um the seventh out of the eight in total um episodes of threading the strands which is our ongoing analysis minute by minute of the eighth uh, of the third trailer oh the eighth trailer do you guys think the stranding is gonna have eight trailers (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> possibly <laughs> no no all right Fort, it'll, it'll have yeah. five total trailers okay one Ooh. at e3 okay and then uh one at uh Ooh. the game awards slash launch and then complete silence and then releasing in 2019 september episode 100 at daniela's house I keep saying it i'm, I'm, ma- <laughs> did I'm making you, did you did you see my post did you see my post <laughs> which which post my post on why I believe Death Stranding will release in holiday 2018 slash oh, early 2019. Shit. So this is on the Reddit, yeah, right? 93 upvotes. 93 uh, upvotes. My dude, so. my dude. Okay, okay. Um, I'm, I'm go- so wh- when did you, how many days ago did you post this, dude? I posted it, just going to my uh, 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 post history, the American Cosmonaut. American it's posted Cosmonaut. about uh, six days ago. Okay, okay, I can dig it. I also posted, there's like two versions of it, like one with like literally every single game he's produced and developed from 1998 until onwards. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what? that one's more accurate in the sense of everything in it. Okay. 
this is really weird, dude. Um, and why the hell can't I just like look a search by username? Yeah, get that. Can can I do that? Jesus, the American. Here, let me uh. Cosmonaut. Let me post a link to it in my. In the chat. Shit. Oh, that's right. You know what? That's what Google's for, people. The American cosmonaut. There you go. I posted it into the chat. There's a link to it, to the post. Awesome. But there's a there's a there's an edited version with like literally every single game he's produced. Okay. Or executed, produced, or even developed himself. Okay. Um. Cool. His comments is top comment, I believe. That's right. Awesome. No, I'm going to dive into it. Yeah, as 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 I'm sort of rolling out the rest of the section. So, um, yeah. So after the sort of Reddit rundown, we're going to have a bit of Reddit Reddit based kind of discussion there. Then the main topic, which, yep, as I mentioned, will be the um the new the yeah the third trailer. So eighth minute. We have some pretty interesting thoughts based on that. Again, we have the um, pre recording post that I do. Um, uh, you know, I did it 15 hours before this one here. So we have about like four or five comments there. And then we have Dean. I don't know if you know this. We have a voicemail. Our second voice actually submitted by our he's going to join us for episode 20 uh, so next week uh kathy bonson uh philip it's another philip so yeah he just he literally just submitted that into the main chat so how cool is that eh? yeah i i you know i skimmed through the, the messages but i uh, can't follow everything but yeah i saw that yeah that's cool i dig it i dig it man awesome so i figured yeah, and yeah so after that we'll have closing remarks and then we'll have sign off so Back to the news. So, Mitchell, if you would kindly read out exactly and no more than one, not two, not zero, but one tweet from Kojima. Let's 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 get let's do symbolically tick, uh, tick that box of like we checked Kojima, we we checked his uh, Twitter today. So go for like it. a tweet tweet or like a retweet. A tweet tweet. <laughs> now they go back. He does retweet yeah, a fuck up, doesn't he? Yes. Where's the last tweet they tweeted? <laughs> He's he's, he's a major retweeter. Yeah, not as bad as Guillermo. Mm. Guys, tweets literally twenty four retweets twenty four seven. Not a bad thing, just <laughs> oh, his his uh his annihilation tweet. Oh, okay, all right. Read I'll from read it. it out. Do it word for word. Go. I've read the original novel, the most wanted to see film this year. Annihilation, directed by Alex Garland, is coming to Netflix Japan. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. <laughs> to be honest, I wanted to see it in theaters, but glad I'm able to see it so soon. Exclamation point. <laughs> I love Kojima. I love your Kojima voice, dude. <laughs> I am excited about this. Film this year. <laughs> the most wanted to see film this year. I believe in God. <laughs> That's from anyone who enjoys uh, Tenacious D. They have a little skit there. It's like, I believe in God. So hilarious. Jesus. Okay, if I'm not lazy with the edit, I will be including a clip of the, of um, Tenacious D here. But as I mentioned earlier on the show, Dean, there's about a 35% chance of that actually happening. I am... Japanese local is really cool. Yes. But anyway, I'm going to talk about your timeline now, dude, because I've brought it up here. So I dig it. Um, uh, that's as simple as I can put it. Are, are, is it the... Which one are you looking yeah, at? Yeah, so are yeah. The basically... The one or the, the, the other ones? the one that you posted so yeah three years but like three three to two years seems to be the golden number um then we had the shakedown obviously that happened in 2015 with all that so you're accounting for everything the seg after strikes and all that stuff you're looking at the reveals i dig it dude yeah um holiday 2018 but i made an updated version 
I made an updated version with all, oh, yeah? all the other ones. Sons of Enders. It should be in the comments for okay. me. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can see it. I can see it here. Fascinating. Yeah, so that one has, like, all the games he's either, like, Sons of Enders, Zone of Enders, Boktai, Lunar Knights, uh, a okay. financial series that he made for some reason. Yeah, Castlevania, some... PT, yeah, a bunch some... of other stuff. Above and beyond, buddy. So, listeners, if you want to kind of check out the awesome timeline, uh, yeah, 90 something upvotes. So, well done, dude. And, and again, it's just about like what sort of people resonate with and, and I find intriguing. I think that's a cool little teaser there to, to, to contemplate and sort of have a little discussion around. So, we might circle back to that when we get into the Reddits. So, news, that's it. I think I'm good. I think I'm good with just like that tweet. They're, they're working on the thing now. So if you guys are cool with this, let's just, because he, he submitted it so quickly. So it could be a troll. It could be anything. So let me play Kathy Bonson's um, uh, uh, voicemail, if that's okay with you guys. Yep. Yeah. All right. So, hey, by the way, uh, Dean, have, have you, did you listen to our last, um, last episode? No, no, man, I, I didn't have time. That's cool. Also, I'm insanely rude and um, selfish because I haven't asked you about how the the move is going, dude. Is it, has that all progressed pretty well, like the move that you did? Yeah, house yeah, to house? yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty cool. Like I said, I'm now in Zagreb and I actually have, you know, because I'm going to this, how do you call it, education of game design or programming. Oh, dude, well and, done. Uh, Hell yeah, yeah, bro. Hell yeah. Thank you. Dig it, man. And uh, this Monday, actually, I, I have a presentation, and I'm working on a stealth game, so following Kojima's footsteps. Oh, dude, and, that's yeah, so good. Uh, Footprints. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Footprints. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm planning. I'm planning on you know, putting the, the panties down as clothes and fake radiant and stuff like that so yeah, i'll pretty much rip off mgs4 yeah do it do it um <laughs> and you're teeing it up teeing all of this up for like when uh where, where we were talking about museums and stuff which is definitely the plan for at one point uh there's a you know this is on god of war podcast in a certain places uh, like at psx you guys know at like at um festivals like e3 they they have those displays that they end up taking down after the festival um but like the, uh, like the, there's like a one for days gone there was a, a you know, I don't know if, if they'll ever do the one for, if they'll do one for Death Stranding. I'm assuming they will. But for God of War, they set up like a whole Viking thing and stuff. So we've already been riffing about like interactive artistry at one point, having places like permanent like museum kind of quality, like the Museum of Interactive Artistry kind of thing. So that's kind of the vibe I would love to have is like maybe like um and like artifacts or like information and have displays and stuff like a, like how an how a gallery does like they have certain projects that cycle through and we would host like different like um you know development histories of certain big games so say for example um you know people want to check out like there's an mgs1 uh, exhibition and we have like all these sort of memorabilia uh both like collectibles um displays it's like i just want to basically yeah museum of interactive artistry but so dean He's doing it. He's starting it up. 2025 is my prediction. Interactive Artistry will open a gaming wing and we'll start designing some fucking games, man. Fuck yeah. What's wrong with the podcast? Yeah. 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 Maybe someone will open a podcast about one of Dean's games one day. That could be cool. Yeah, let's hope so. Let's hope so. Yeah, but the programming is the shit, man. It's so hard. Oh, my oh God. fuck it. <laughs> I, I have I hate it like when you change one little thing from like a different part of a like I like you'll change something in the UI and like some character will just like fly off the street or some stupid oh my gosh yeah absolute uh, worst I love it so much <laughs> I, I I love the pain so good 
<laughs> Daniela, yeah, should I, did I, Daniela, should I be worried about these two? Yeah, exactly. Um, so say, say Daniela, you and I are the parents, and 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 Dean and Mitchell are the kids who are just like they're 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 like they're doing these things that are clearly damaging them, like spending all this time in front of <laughs> computers. Are we worried? Are you and me worried, or are we just going to let them like burn their eyes out in front of these uh, computers, just designing shit all day? <laughs> Um, well, I, I would let them do that. Okay, sure. You are an irresponsible parent. I will never trust you with my children. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> but anyway, hey, that's all good. I know I'm super. I'm super happy for you, uh, uh, Gene. Yeah, go for it. Just fucking like go pull out all the stops, man. I believe in you. For sure. Thank you. If it's something I, I can try, even if I fail, you know, that's yeah, good. I just had to try it. That's good. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's the only way to do anything in life, for sure, dude. Mm. Absolutely. Okay, let's play this voicemail. Uh, let's see if this doesn't blast my ears out. And uh, the way this is going to work is that um, I'll play it in my earphones, and then I will cut the actual MP3 so that it doesn't sound like mud to the listeners. <laughs> All right, three, two, one. This is from Kathy Bonson. Hey, good morning, Albert and crew. This is Kaffee Bonson from the Reddit. Uh, sorry I couldn't make it for this uh, episode, maybe next time. Uh, but I thought I'd send you a uh, voicemail. Yeah. So I guess uh, what my question is, uh, what do you think the gameplay of uh, Death Stranding will be? Like, what's the core gameplay loop? Because it seems if you will only hide from those invisible monsters we saw in Trailer 3, and you will be guided by your hazard thingy, uh, that sounds not very fun, honestly. And so, uh, will the core gameplay still be stealth like it was in uh, Metal Gear Solid, or will they come up with something new? That's it, basically. So, uh, have fun on the podcast. See you then. Bye. Awesome. Fantastic. You guys all heard that one? Yeah, cool. Yeah. Terrific. How fucking cool is this guy, starting out with the codec theme? I dig that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Awesome. Fantastically uh, relevant, super valid. And actually, you know what, Kathy, you're right. We haven't um, had a nice deep dive into what the core gameplay loop of Death Stranding will be. Um, and yeah, we sort of have to remind ourselves that this isn't some nebulous thing that it's like Death Stranding, you know, on the on the sort of lines of like Lost Guardian, like how will this sort of thing, how will it play out? Like this is going to be a game one day. So um, to lead the discussion, I will throw it to um, Dean, if you can kindly give us whatever just riff off of whatever you can tap into some of your um uh phantom pains and gains kind of riffs that you've talked about of like building off of mm. mgs5 go for it man what do you think you're sitting down in september 2019 in daniela's house what is the gameplay going to be like <laughs> uh his question i mean uh, i i really doubt that it will just be action based even though you know it's marketed like that so far i mean it's not marketed just like that it's marketed with connections in mind but yeah he still says you know the action it's an action game so it's it's really tough because we don't have this kind of informa information mm. but I, I simply can't can't see Fujima's game without you know stealth yeah and without and yeah it's some kind of like we know it's gonna it's gonna be something new something we we I mean if we knew what what is gonna be we we will be probably designing shit like that because he's just genius in in you know breaking through new, new grounds and mm. new so yeah I, 
it's really hard. It's really hard. It's to tough. Do. It's tough. Yeah, at this stage where we have yeah, so little. Yeah, imagine. Um, I'll what, I'll throw. The... Oh yeah, sorry to interrupt you. I didn't mean to. Please continue. No problem. Yeah, you just you know, but uh, again, grabbing to Phantom Pains again. Just please don't make it only core gameplay. Make it with variety. With uh, yeah, you know, with every it has to change. Okay. Core gameplay isn't for me. It isn't enough, even even though it's it's godlike. It has to it has it has to have you know some some kind of variety. Mm, I dig that through, through locations or new stuff and stuff like that. Yeah, I dig that. So that's uh, so that's Dean basically saying you know variety is 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 the name of the game. It's just to make sure that um, even though you're incorporating you know uh, and this is something we can all I'm pretty sure we can all agree with is like gameplay was definitely king in um, you know MGS five um, and it's just about yeah seeing how they'll incorporate variety in in a way that doesn't you know and I don't think Kojima is capable of like overtly repeating himself. It's like he's it's like anathema to him to to sort of to 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 squander the opportunity to do something completely like um you know genre genre bending or just like just shift things around that way so um yeah i can appreciate that um dean um and daniele um gameplay loop go for it my friend um i really don't know ever since uh, ever since kojima's been talking about um connections i've been thinking how do you implement connections in a third-person action game? Mm. Uh, and I, I don't really know. I don't really know. I mean, um, connections yeah. will probably give you advantages. Connections with other NPCs, uh, with other players, maybe, um, with the online functionality. Um, okay. But I really can't tell. That's okay. That's all good. No yeah. workers at all. Awesome. Well, um, yeah, we'll, we'll swing back because as people sort of discuss, like people may have like extra thoughts that, you know, one person catalyzes. So I'll throw it to you, Mitchell, um, um, before I'll, I'll jump in as well. Uh, Mitchell, what do you think of the, what the, just, and go, go balls out, man. Go crazy. Like you're literally just like close your eyes or whatever. Just yeah, like sitting. Some, go, go, go. Go for it. Go for it, buddy. So, go for it. I don't, the, the main link will be connections. Um, and that's like, that's gonna be a lot of the focus. Yeah. And I'm thinking, you know, along the lines of growing up with Pokemon, mm. I didn't, but I had friends that did. So I okay. can't really talk about it on a personal account. But you guys probably what your 20s, so you probably played some Pokemon when you were a kid, mm-hmm. or even the, the original Metal Gear Solid. You know, you get stuck at a point you talk to someone else. So I think the <laughs> core part of it is connecting with other people. Yeah, you know, I think right. that's what the main focus of the game is. It's not just the gameplay; it's just connecting with other people. Mm. But um, how do I think the the Hazard Palm and the baby and stuff will interact? I don't know. I think it's going to be less of oh, I'm going to look at the Hazard Palm to see where the ghosts are or whatever. I think maybe talking to the baby and communicating with it and understanding it like a kind of like a character that grows over time. Mm-hmm. But some things that I've uh, written down, um, the controller equals the baby. That's one something I wrote down that the controller will represent the baby. And what you do with the controller uh, affects the baby. So if you shake it, the baby you know shakes or whatever, or something like that. Mm. In the sense of, you know, the touchpad, that's, the, that's how you like tap on the screen. Or maybe the microphone, you know, it's how you talk to the baby or... Mm. 
whatever, you know, and that's how you communicate with the, with the, with the baby. Okay. Another thing I said, uh, so it's chapter based. Um, think about the ending of Metal Gear Solid 5, you know, the nuclear disarmament. Yeah. Uh, something like that, but like not on that massive scale. Okay. So that would that would that would, that would that would that would basically provide that basis for a lot of the dialogue, you know, just yeah. to have that premise there. And I think that that'll be good for maybe people who are like, oh, so the mechanic has 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 um shifted from third person kind of stick based, if you will, you know, like guns and stuff. Um, so that's the different part, and that's the place that like that's going to be sort of Kojima's sort of arena for like switching up the medium. But I like the idea of you know creating that familiarity with like, oh, so um, I would you know my heart would like soar a little bit, just uh, soar and not not in the painful way. And sorry, it would like it would like quote unquote like just like seriously leap out of my chest if if I saw them do what they did in MGS One of just cutting away. Uh, Dean, you remember this the first time you heard like the DARPA chief talk about his thing, you know, uh, mm-hmm. in them just one like imagine like something along those lines for like Death Stranding, and you're like, oh crap, narrative is back, you know. <laughs> I could dig that. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, please continue, Mitchell. I just wanted to build on your point. Yeah. yeah. So like chapters basically. Um, uh, this game shares a lot of with Destiny, yeah. like, the good parts of Destiny, not the shitty, terrible <laughs> expansion part. But the sense of when a raid would drop, everyone would get together, everyone would try to go figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know, people would spend hours on doing it, and then one group, while communicating with other people and with their team, they figure it out, and then they start showing other people, and people start making better methods and things like that. So I think that's kind of how the chapters are going to be laid out. The entire game will be released at launch. It's not going to be like uh, yeah, episodic based, like mm. Telltale Games or something like that. Yeah, but more of the sense of it's it's fully released, but you have to work and you work outside the game and you talk to people and you figure it out as you go along. Mm. And the community has to come together to figure out how do we fix this? How do we get past this? How do we get past that? What's this? You know. Okay. When, that's usually what happens when the game launches and everyone's talking and discussing that but that for the duration of like weeks or months even for the game you know think of PT and how people had to come together to figure out how to complete it mm. okay. um, I also wrote down multiple endings based upon your choices no dude I'm hella beyond well done yeah. thank you that's awesome multiple choices simply because Depending on how much you die or how you talk to a certain character, um, it may affect the ending. Maybe you have the good ending or the bad ending or no ending, you know, whatever. I was listening to an interview with Mads Mikkelsen when he said he wasn't a villain, he was just a character. Yeah. He said very, very interesting uh, phrase. He says, now that you're the, uh, the villain of the game, and he responded with, Oh, I'm not the I'm not the villain. I I'm whatever you want me to be. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he says like, like does that mean you can choose sides? Which really intrigued me. That's amazing. maybe you can yeah. treat your own story where you choose a uh, faction. You know, maybe you'll side more towards Black Hole or Dredges or whatever. Or maybe there's a choice when Matt's character. Mm-hmm. Like wants to do something evil, and you can convince him not to, or maybe you encourage him, and then you do the things like you know. Oh, there was a documentary. 
sorry for breaking, but there was a documentary. Uh, what was it called? But the, Kojima was there and Indrakan was there. Uh, it was, I think, a 10 part series. And Kojima actually talked about, you know, how n- narrative split points and stuff like that, and how he's not interested in making that kind of story or game. But yeah, I can see, I can see where you're going with, you know, how Mads can be villain or not. But I think it's more in the terms of, you know, you interpreting what he did, and not in, you know, that you will actually choose what he will do or okay. something similar. Yeah, when, this, when was this posted? Oh man, I, I can link it to you. Uh, I actually watched it a few times because he also talked about cousins. But I think was it like recently. You and I, I think maybe. Uh, well, it's like months six ago. months ago. Yeah, six months ago. Six months ago. Okay, yeah. like you know, something he said like ten years ago might not be the same now. Hmm. No, no, no. Uh, it, yeah, so if it's six it's, months ago, that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Dog completely throws up a theory, but uh, I guess maybe interpretation then of the character. But uh, I don't know who could that done doesn't really matter. But uh, here's what I said about uh, gameplay. Item an item has two uses. You can either use it as a weapon or a tool. Mm. Think of the the tether in Just Cause. Oh, you can use that. When you give uh, the player a tool that could be a weapon, that's when you get interesting things. You know, people, uh, especially in Just Cause 3, when you can do multi-tethers, people are tethering planes and tanks and people to buildings, and then they were, you know, tethering what you know a plane to a car, and then they're, like, driving off, and they use it to infiltrate missions and do whatever. I'm super intrigued by that. Sorry to jump in on you. I need to kind of riff this as as it occurred to me because, you know, I I really, I I see Kojima as the sort of guy, you know, he loves his layers of meaning and his his layers of symbolism. And I think what he would, I think I wouldn't put it beyond him. I think it's almost a shoe-in for him to want to incorporate, because he's clearly doing it in the market, in, in like the presentation, like strands. He's talked about the thematics of strands, like stranding people together, feeling stranded, all that. And you know the Kobo Abe references of stick and rope and everything, but he, I think it's a shoe and dude. What you're saying about like you know we even see Mads's character with those cords, like these are things that I can I think we can start safely taking a little bit for granted, so, uh, uh, t- taken as given rather that we will see our ability maybe to have what Net Mads has of being able to like uh, you know. Um, you know, animate like um, uh, you know, uh, uh, um, uh, revenants or sort of like, like you know, um, Shadow of Mordor style. Like you know how you are able to turn the uh, the orcs like to 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 work with you uh, and stuff like that. I think that there could be a, a, something a bit like that. Do you think? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Uh, you know, cool. maybe I I don't know. Uh, that would go along with the theory of good and evil choices in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but since that kind of seems out the door, I'll just say it anyways. Sure. Uh, you know, you like you learn certain abilities through certain paths. Uh. You know, maybe along the lines of a sucker punch. You know, where certain abilities can only be unlocked by certain choices. Okay. So I feel like there'll be more choices in this game, and I think it'll be a lot freeformed compared to MGS Five. Was you know, open world, but very linear in its narrative sense. Okay. Hey, Daniela, so, I, want to, I want to throw it to quickly to Daniela. What do you think of the idea of, like, as as uh, Mitchell is saying about, like, you know, something like um, a Just Cause um, and, 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 like, physical, like, actual gameplay, you know, lassoes, stuff that actually isn't really um, 
uh, yeah, like weaponry, but it's actually in that practical sense versus what, you know, Norma has been saying in terms of that symbolic sense and figurative sense of what, like, it's stranding us together. But do, what, do you, what do you think in terms of what could be implemented mechanically, as in, like, that the gameplay loop? What do you reckon, Matt? Mm, yeah, I can see that happening, because it would blend the stick and the rope in a yeah. single tool. Mm. And, philosophy, um, and, and philosophy and, and practice. Yeah, it would blend those two together too. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, what I was thinking is, uh, what if we get the game on fall 2019, we get the game box, we reverse, we look at the other side, and we see two players required. Oh, shit. That would be insane. <laughs> Although I kind of secretly dig that, the idea of, um, you know, what do you reckon of that, Dean? Of, of like um, how you need? It's just it's to... just a wild theory. I, I don't think that's gonna happen, but that would be something like actually it would lead us. What? Yeah. <laughs> <No>. Buddy. <laughs> he said he said that uh, online's optional and like co-op is optional, yeah. like Metal Gear Solid Five. But it, he says it's gonna be single player experience focused yeah. on that. But there will be a high connections with multiplayer like FOB and stuff like that. Look! Look at the way out. I mean, if you're gonna make a game like that, you have to market the shit out of it uh, from the start, and not, you know, after after you already, you know, released three trials, three, three trailers. So yeah, I don't think so. But it will be, it will be a, you know, cool new idea for sure. I dig it. Nice, cool, dude. Thanks so much for that. Um... Mitchell, but again, if uh, you know, I know you've got your notes prepared. Um, did you have anything else to kind of share in terms of specifics, or I'll just jump in with yeah. my thing? Or how do you feel? I got some more stuff. Yeah, go for it, dude. Go um, for it. Go for it. The world will. Um, and also, quickly, what? Sorry to quickly interrupt. So, um, Dean, you were saying you uh, needed to jump off. Yeah, in like five minutes. Ago. In five minutes, fantastic, easy peasy. Sorry uh, to interrupt I, again, Mitchell. Please continue. Let me just. I'll just try to finish it up in the next five minutes. Your uh, legend. Dynamic difficulty. Similar to Metal Gear Solid Five, maybe this is during your ten campaigns against, but basically, if you you if you use your missions at a lot of times at night, then the game will uh, give all the soldiers night using goggles. If you do a lot of headshots, they give them helmets. They'll start learning. You know, they start learning uh, around your patterns and things like that. And the game will have a dynamic difficulty, not in the sense of oh, it'll get easier and harder, but the sense of the AI is learning your patterns and your behavior. Using like neural neural uh, networks to understand how you are interacting with the characters in the world and adapting to face you and you alone. Like uh, think of Alien Isolation, how the alien will adapt to your style if you hide in a lot of boxes or start looking boxes if you hide behind things, or whatever. You know they'll start adapting to your play style. And you constantly have to evolve, change uh, how you play as you play along because the game starts learning your behavior. Uh, another thing, it's a lived-in world, no mother base, nothing like that. There will be no headquarters. The headquarters, as we know it, will be the purgatory world, where we'll be able to communicate with other players and things like that, you know, in the sense of, hey, can you help me with this thing or whatever, maybe, who knows. Um, it's going to be like a multiple, multiple worlds, but the same world. So unlike Phantom Pain, where it had two worlds, one that was a uh, – one that was – you know, Afghanistan and then uh, Africa. Mm. This will be one world, one big world, like Horizon, mm. except for with maybe, you know, whatever time or space or whatever shifting together. All these locations are mismatched together, you know, 
uh, whatever, you know, maybe if you go to one side of the map, it's like Normandy, but you're at the other side, it's like 50s, you know, it's like, you know, futuristic America, because like all time is shifting together, or the horizon zero dawn, or something like that. Along with that, I said dynamic world building, in the sense of, you know, maybe you'll be out on a mission, and then, you know, it starts, time fall starts, but like halfway through it, it stops, and then like, randomly, now there's a forest, Okay. Or there was a forest, and now there's no forest, and then you have to adapt to the world. Wow. Like something like that. I just, so you know, dig have... this. This is just like music to my ears. I, again, like, really, really intriguing, dude. Like, let's say, like, in Metal Gear Solid 5, you, if you were on a mission, like a sandstorm hit, you know, we kind of, like, you just have to adapt to the world and understand what characters can see, so you take that to your advantage, or maybe... It harms you. Maybe something doesn't work, or something that you know something happens and arises that was unpredicted, and the player has to make creative choices. I think that, like, I think the forest thing might be a thing. You know, it's just like randomly, just like a forest grows up, and then it's just like halfway through it, like the mission, and it starts dying or whatever. Mm. And then you just have to you have to adapt to the situation and understand what's happening and be quick on your feet. Uh, you know, the world will be together, like, you'll be like places from all over the world, maybe foreign planets, or whatever. Like, if I are just pushing together into like one place, this fabric of time kind of shifts and it's falling apart, it's barely holding itself together. Maybe the world adapts over time, like, maybe like a building that was there before near the end of the game is no longer there to replace by something more futuristic or even in the past or something like that. The world's like constantly shifting, like, uh. A continent shifting uh, on the tectonic plates. Um, gameplay: It will be a third-person cover-based shooter along the lines of Uncharted and The Division. Mm-hmm. But then, as you go along, um, you start having reliance on other players and the outside world, and along with your connection to the baby and to other players uh, with the controller and social media, mm-hmm. and understanding the world and understanding the baby. Okay. Damn. I should. I try to put that all out really, really fast. No, man, it's all good. And again, always as as we sort of go between these episodes, man, like adding to it, tweaking it, you know, reiterating it, building. It's just like this. There's so much. All like just, you know, again with that space of not really knowing much. Like when, especially if you sort of uh, riff on each other's sort of ideas and, and like uh, visions and stuff, you can end up creating some pretty awesome kind of textured and uh, uh, yeah, just as I call it, mind's eye cinema gameplay. It's like oh, like what could this actually look like so i really dig that thank you so much for sharing man yeah i dig does it. dean have any opinions on that dean uh, always do we, dean always has a fucking opinion i'm sick of that guy i swear to god as a fellow kind of I, I guess, <laughs> game, game designer dabbling into development and design of games what do you want to hear your what do you what are your opinions on that if you could understand my rambling Oh, are we, we, that's it. Dean has left us forever and ever. Oh. Uh, he was such a good man. Oh. Shit, I'm mute, mute, mute. Uh, how dare you? Hi, <laughs> to do this. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, this isn't like Dean. I just like called, I just sassed him. He usually takes me the fuck down. He like tackles me on the fucking phone. I just like called him out for just like talking trash. But yeah, no, go ahead, dude. No, yeah, I mean, it's true what I say, you know, that. Uh, you can have a great idea but the implementation of that idea is the fucked up part hmm. that's that's definitely true and i i can see that now but still i think the you know the the, the idea is the ideas are the, the main thing for hmm. me and the, the, i love to think about them and even even though if they don't realize 
in the same way you imagined it, mm. you you still can see you know the passion behind it and and how much you thought about it and stuff like that. So I appreciate it even if it's not perfectly you know realized. I still appreciate if the idea is unique. Mm. So yeah, I I I love I love your theory and how, how you speak about it. It's it's really great. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Mitchell. Okay, and I, I will have to say bye to you all. Farewell, because... the Dean of Deans. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I will try again. Is it okay if I come to this podcast like this for yeah. I don't know? Yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. Okay? Yeah, there's yeah. there's zero there's zero zero pressure at all times. Like that's the whole vibe of this thing, and it's like we've I've accepted like that that's kind of the vibe we are, and I really it's it's something different. I don't see a lot of podcasts out there doing it as far as that I've seen. Um, mm-hmm. The whole idea of dropping in, dropping out, like it's it's really meant to just essentially feel like hey, the podcast itself is like a home or a house, and it's like people swing by when they have a couple minutes after or before work, and it's just like super casual, but also you know, we end up diving in pretty deep. And thanks for everything you um, uh, brought to the show, dude, and we'll catch up with you on the 13th for episode 20 okay okay keep you yeah, see you guys fantastic ah oh, i'm digging this i'm digging this so much and guess what we're only really at uh the stage of like you know we're talking about some of the like um the some of the stuff that um kathy bonson raised um and I threw it to Dean, uh, you know, uh, and then I threw it to Mitchell. And Daniela, you've had yours on like what the yeah, gameplay well, loop will be. Uh, yeah. If you have, do you have any any, any other thoughts? Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, not quite gameplay related, but I hope there will be several cutscenes. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I'm. I mean, I'm really feeling not that like too. Metal Gear Solid Five. <laughs> I know. Yeah. One thing I really liked about uh, MGS4 or the previous MGS was the beautiful cutscenes. Agreed. Very Agreed. long cutscenes where you sit back and <laughs> yeah, and watch the thing. I take that. Um, yeah. I understand that many people found that boring, <laughs> but I mean, they they were so beautiful. <laughs> No, it was I, I it added to it. For me, you know, cutscenes are metal gear. They just are. So you know, I just had to kinda of say that. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Do you agree, Mitchell? It's like there's a there's a there's a part of Metal Gear that just it just feels tied into those, you know uh look at the Steam Ham Steam's ha- steamed hams parody right there. So look no further than a parody to kinda of get an idea of like what is like the, the distilled ism or the, the distilled kind of um there's a word in English, it's uh, quiddity, like the essence of it, you know? Um then like parodies and like when you see Metal Gear Solid parodies you hear the gruff voice like Metal Gear and then you 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 think of the long cutscenes. So and I love I really do I love um the gameplay like um just Five's gameplay is like beyond i think it's just it's one of the most robust gameplay in any game that i've seen uh, sort of gameplay loops and all that so but um yeah i'm hoping for cutscenes i am too mm-hmm. uh, buddy cool I well that, but... yeah yeah go ahead mitchell uh i don't think we're gonna get them all right i don't want you on this podcast I ever again i can't believe you would shut <laughs> Not, down no 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 Not <laughs> in the of, like you know the the long you know like 30 minute speech from Ocelot or whatever, or, you know, tying all the ends, like, you know, there's like four, where we had like three hours of cutscenes at yeah. the end, you know, whatever. Well, yeah. that, that was, that was it, maybe too much sometimes, but maybe, maybe many cutscenes, like five minutes long, 
that would be the sweet spot for me. It would. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Coolies. Well, yeah. what I'll do quickly, Mitchell, just so I just don't forget, and because of my OCD, I'll mm-hmm. quickly give my little uh, take on um, what uh, Kathy Bonson was saying about gameplay loop. Now, as we both know, as we all know, rather, everyone here, uh, that I just like to just uh, literally just step straight into Mind's Eye Cinema. And this is literally how Death Stranding is going to play out. So here's, here you go. So it's going to start just like how Daniela mentioned, uh, of like the, 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 the conflicting companies and everything. You're going to start this game in the most unassuming... Um, I'm reminded of a scene from uh, Alien Covenant, which is you see it's a flashback scene that's done later in the movie, but the main character, Daniels, is like in her kind of like... Um, sort of whatever her like dwelling on earth or whatever and they're sort of dreaming um she's dreaming with her partner about like setting up a colony uh setting up like building a cabin you know this is like among among the things that the movie got right was this little kind of vignette that i really enjoy um and i when i think and i close my mind's eye or sorry open my mind's eye rather and uh, picture how the the game will start i just see something very candid very disarming very human of of just like sam um you know when he saw when i saw him like eating with the um uh, with the chopsticks i was like there's a reason why like that he he may be eating in that scene you know uh we we may be seeing him um in just something like like just hanging out in his house you know um like and and just like something really just chilled you know sometimes you know the metal gears they like they start with the um the the big action sequence but i, I weirdly i weirdly just get this feeling that death stranding is going to begin in a, in a much more subdued kind of way you know um and after okay. that oh yeah sorry uh, go ahead Oh, so just said that's interesting. That's interesting. Okay, cool. Uh, and then the other thing I I was kind of thinking is that um you know there's another scene that again occurs to me is the scene in Alan Wake where it's a thing uh you know spoilers for Alan Wake it's a over five year old game but you know skip. no it's at least like almost ten years old didn't come out like 2007. oh shit oh yeah oh something like that yeah my my time dude I tell you. Yeah, maybe uh, we're actually in the Stranding universe and time has begun to break down because that's how it feels with my brain sometimes. Uh, oh, no. That's what, that's what it no, feels. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 2010. Oh, yeah, 2010. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. All right. I'm not quite uh, – the brain is still not quite at the stage of being like uh, like a, a, a wet parfait, just like melting away because we're all slowly going insane. Anyway, but yeah, so my, my thought is that with – this scene that I see kind of, I just weirdly have this vision of it's like Death Stranding opening this way is him either in his like quarters in like whatever facility he works at or in his actual quarters at earth. And we'll see a kind of, you know, how Kay comes back to his house in Blade Runner 2049. Again, this is just based on stuff that like, you know, Kojima has been um, open to uh, and like, connected with certain films. So again, you know, not directly, directly quoting or 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 um just or directly pulling from from those films but again it's all about the the, the feel and the vibe and i just see for some reason death stranding gives this feeling of it wouldn't start uber cryptically it wouldn't start with a big um uh action sequence it just doesn't have that feel for me at this stage uh, and i don't think it would start ultra philosophically uh i think it really would start kind of um in a sort of almost banal, banal kind of setting of just like someone getting their day started. And yeah, the, the Ellen Wake scene that I think of is near the end of the game and it's just you in your apartment and it's you, but like things start to go down as you sort of walk around and like in Ellen Wake, it's like 
the, the words from the novel, which is one of the sort of aspects of that, um, you know, the novel's called Departure, and it's like you see the, the words start sort of melting out into the real world. So this goes back to what Kojima said about like, oh, when you start the game, it'll feel familiar, it'll feel okay, but like as you go along, within about an hour, you'll understand how different this is, you know? So um, I don't think it'll be quite as banal as like him, uh, you know, just like zipping up his freaking like uh, his uh, hazmat vest and strapping on his like, <laughs> you know, like his um, um, his hazard palm and all that. But um, I think, Kaffi, to address what you're saying about gameplay loop, I think we'd be looking at something uh three to four hours into the game i think would be when i i just the via the, the the vibe that i get is that's when we'll start we'll enter any kind of semblance of the gameplay loop because i think it's going to be to it with a premise like Death stranding you need to be um you need to walk a fine line between over explaining or going too much into exposition uh, but you don't want to leave your audience like lost so i fit i think there's going to be a fair chunk of like setting up the universe so um but if we want to be super honest, uh, Kathy, I want a fucking Breath of the Wild stuff. You know what I mean? I want it big. I want this game to be, you know, you know how, guys, you guys remember Kojima talking about those craters, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I, yep. I, I want all of that to be explorable. I want um, possibly with the eventual upgradable ability to maybe even like teleport across landscapes and shit. Um, fly. Fly. Yeah. Get your ludens <laughs> on, man. Um, and. I see also in my sort of crystal ball of 2019 sitting in Daniela's house, I see us uh, going through a, um, some kind of mission with Mads, the character, like the way that we've interacted with quiet. Um, if, if anything, because like quiet has the same kind of like black around her eyes and like companion. Ooh, maybe Mads, one of the ways that he challenges the whole villain archetype is that we end up collaborating with him or, or doing a mission or two with him. Like I can see Kojima pulling something like that. So who knows? Maybe some of this stuff. Say again. Like the cause each scene from Peace Walker. That's right. That's right. So, I'm kind of intrigued in like both all of us have kind of given our sort of uh, little theories about what we might see. And uh, again, I, I have this again, maybe episode 105 or like definitely after Death Stranding has been released, I'll put together like a mega compilation. This by this by this time we'll have video and we'll probably have been filming our shows on video for a while. And I can see me like layering some of what we've each predicted over the years over what what actually ends up being the case and this all may be completely off base. <laughs> maybe well, probably maybe we start fuck dude you know what we could start as the baby uh it's like a baby is born the story the story is being born what do you think daniele of the idea of the story starting as the child yeah that would be that that would be really really good as a start because he's the like the center of all the trailers we've seen so far so that Mm -hmm. leads me to believe he's the center of the game itself okay the baby's the protagonist like, well, maybe. What if it's like a Kiefer Sullivan that plays the baby? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, all imagine right. just all like, right. It's like a full, no, like no, like a full, like voice actor, just like it's kind of weird at first, but you just kind of like, yeah, it's fine. And you just, it's like a just like a whole like deep voice, is like, hello, it's me, the baby. Yes, with a floaty boy right next to you, or like something yeah. like that. Maybe, maybe. Like he's just gonna go like. Kojima's just gonna go full crazy with this and just like not give a single shit about it or anything. Just like he's like, here you go, here's a talking baby who's gonna be your best friend. And Norman Reedus is your best friend too, but then he's evil or you know, like something just crazy. And just, 
think he's just gonna do crazy wild ideas with this. He's just gonna just pour all his like creativity into this game. Absolutely, absolutely. But I need to do right by Kathy, and I'll just describe to you the actual gameplay loop. So you're gonna you're looking at Purgatory, um, Kojima. Let's 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 go off of the, the the most stable information we have. So Kojima has referenced the Purgatory space as a, a presumably regularly visited space. So so from that we can extrapolate. Okay, death. Death is going to be a mechanic. Um, uh, there's a chance that um, you know again he's able to you know like super unusual and crazy and surreal things happening, maybe even Stranger Things style as they kind of do. Um, yeah, because Stranger Things, it really is about like the breaking of these two worlds. Gosh, I feel like watching that series, that, that series again. I fucking love Stranger Things. Now that Dean is out of here, because Dean doesn't like it, right? Actually, no, was that Dan- Daniela? You don't like Stranger Things, right? <laughs> I love Stranger fucking Things. Fucking yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Fuck We're... Dean, then. <laughs> no, man, he's all good. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I love the sass. I love the sass. Is. Yeah, Dean's like fuck you, Mitchell. Fuck you. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, there's all. It's all love. It's all love, guys. But uh, no, the thing is, like, people have different tastes. That's totally fine. And and again, I'm hoping for uh, you know, who knows with literally, I, Daniel, where are they gonna go in season three? Where? What? Like, I don't know. To the moon. That's the only uh, to the moon. Left. Yeah, Will Byers on the moon. Crazy. <laughs> but um, but yeah. Needless to say, I could see Sam having these visions having possibly been one of the as you know dean posited sorry daniel posited the idea of like these researchers working on this technology maybe and he and the ones and i sort of put this in you know mitchell and i put that uh, story outline together uh, based on his notes which was like again super grateful to you mitchell for that because it was kind of giving me a basis of like okay say these are researchers say they were close to this um singularity when it happened and say these people are affected by it um and one of the ways is um having drawn the attention of these like predatory organisms from another universe that prey on uh people's unconsciousnesses and they feed on our unconscious space and death is related to unconsciousness and they maybe um like siphon death and, and all that and maybe uh as a as a tactic and as a preying tactic as a hunting tactic they they traumatize and like and, and paralyze their targets in a way in in a particular tailored way that would freeze them to the spot or or particularly like um like you know, or, frighten them. Yeah, Bogart style, exactly. And and so um, that's what I thought. It's yeah. Stephen King's uh, the, the, the clown. And yeah, the yeah, yeah. And I see you know, how he just fierces. Yeah, like to basically feed on them, he has to scare them. That's right. You know, so instill fear to like mm-hmm. actually eat them. Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert sorry no, that's fine oh it's a many 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 decades long year old novel dude but yeah kathy to tie up my kind of angle on that is like i see this being about a man um you know uh who's yeah he's dealing with either a broken self or a broken like sort of set of laws of reality um i can see this story even beginning in media res like he's got that chain around him where naked norman um which we've seen a preview of with naked Raiden, and we're just running around and we're just trying to figure out like what's this necklace around me uh like we have to piece that together because there's a chance that again terminator style there was even a, a cross comparison that was done i think yeah i, I must have i think yeah i saw an image on Tumblr or something where it, it cross compared you know the shots of you know the terminator arriving and um you know sam they're you know, standing up on the beach and they, they matched at quite a few points there so again maybe unconsciously communicating that we will play this confused like he, he will have amnesia um and this will fit in uh, thematically with the fact that like the player will have zero context especially if you manage to stay spoiler free 
yeah of of um of the way the story is going to go and you wake up on that beach and like what's the next step where do you go um what are the handcuffs you know like so anyway i think it's mm -hmm. going to be a, a it's going to be a mystery kathy i think the gameplay loop will be a mystery for a while and then uh where you're piecing together what happens and then i think i'm going to lean on what uh, both mitchell and daniela have been saying about uh practical applications of, of stranding and um you know maybe in trying to get his sort of like maybe grip back on reality or make his way back to his home dimension he like he he, he sort of uh, gains these abilities through this melding of like dream reality and um um and real reality he's able to kind of you know will certain things into existence uh sort of hp lovecraft style like dreams of unknown kadath style um and we could see something like a dream dreaming based um uh you know gameplay and like it's funny because you know kojima was on the panel for the game dreams uh and where they discussed it and they, they were sitting there and uh cory barlog the director of god of war said oh i want to see death stranding in dreams you know and i could yeah, yeah. kojima said it's possible yeah there you go so again that's kind of the vibe i get so what if um what if this stuff happens and uh you I, okay this is my last little tease that i'll sit i'll give so he says we'll play norman well, Norman uh, is Norman, and we can never, in a way, physically play him. So I'm wondering if what he, what he's saying there is that you'll play as him, but not with full agency over him, because you don't want to take Norman's agency away, because then you're just making Norman a husk. And Norman isn't a husk. They're saying, you know, you're guiding him, but that is still Norman, right? And that still his, has his thoughts and his behavior. So what I see that doing is maybe something that Dean might like, which is a mixture of open world plus scripted, where you're walking around and maybe a rotating, a rotating um, kind of uh, collection of visions slash enemies slash self-conjured, um, you know, maybe Silent Hill style, you know, manifestations of like fear or anything, those appear around him in this way that feels um but between scripted and also dynamic so that's kind of a quick little riff on what uh kathy raised uh, what did you guys think of that i think uh, we still have uh, very little information uh yeah. and uh yeah everything we say now will will be probably wrong it will be um, <laughs> and make no mistake yeah, but yeah it, it will be fun once the game comes out to go back to these podcasts and see oh i thought that was the case <laughs> <laughs> what a fool i was back then now I'm yeah intellectual younger and wiser that's right that's cool that's cool so yeah i figured i'd do that so kathy thank you so much for that amazing voicemail we really appreciate it um we've uh, actually touched on the reddit as well in our earlier segments and in our earlier comments but we will stick by our schedule we will jump on the death stranding reddit you guys both have it in front of you oh uh, yes I, um you could you guys can go first i'm gonna uh run to the bathroom real quick yeah dude dude so. yeah just just press hit mute and uh go for it man go for yep. your life. Yep. terrific daniela let's let's take this away so i've got the reddit in front of me so you have as well yep Awesome. Well, I love this Elon Musk uh, reference here. We have user waylog. I thought the driver looked familiar. Love it. It's great. <laughs> uh, you know, the lunes <laughs> and outer space. And then a simple comment at the top. Yeah, I know, right? A simple comment at the top, just like nano machines. Yeah, user church of pain. So upvote to you, my friend, and upvote to OP. Um, who's this Albert Kesser guy? He keeps posting. What did he do? A poster upwards, reaching strands. Those hands are gold enough. Jesus, I think he, he posts too much. That guy. What the fuck. Just wish I wish he would just like take a break, right? Fucking hell. 
Yeah. Just what a what a shithead. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so we have um, a couple of posters. Yeah, they're like I mean, yeah, sorry, that's obviously me. Listeners who were like maybe tuned out while they're washing dishes or like or driving. It's like yeah, I was actually talking about me. Wow, <laughs> hilarious. Uh, user Kenny Banner breaking the fourth wall will be a huge, and here's why. Would you like me to read from this, Sir Daniel? Oh yeah, I do. Uh, I already read it, but please, yeah, yeah, read. just share it with listeners. Yeah, yeah. So, um, thank you so much for this. Uh, this will actually be my Reddit readout, actually, and then we'll jump into threading the strands because I don't want to. I don't want to keep you guys over the three hours, right? So, breaking mm-hmm. the fourth wall will be huge, and here's why. I've been thinking about this concept lately. I'm almost a thousand percent positive that Kojima will try to pull a psychomantis-style fourth wall break, and maybe even more in Death Stranding. In this article, Guillermo del Toro, ahem, woohoo, Oscars, ahem, mentioned, yeah, well, well, fun, well done, dude. I'm gonna stand up for freaking Guillermo del Toro. I don't care. I regularly, when I regularly stand up, things fall over, and it sounds like crap, but I don't give a shit. Fucking love that guy. Proud of him. Awesome. Um, in this article, Guillermo del Toro mentioned cancelled Silent Hills project that was still in the planning stages, meant to be a kind of um, game that actually interacts with you. Um, the quote is, we were talking about really pushing the boundaries of the new consoles and making the game really mess with your head. One of the great moments in Metal Gear Solid was Psycho Mantis, the idea that a game can actually interact with you and stuff like that. Death Stranding already demonstrates Psycho Mantis's like characteristics, or better yet, uh, oh yeah, um, sorry, demonstrates Psycho Mantis-like characters, or better yet, an entire race of them, these floating figures. Uh, they are observing characters from third-person shooter view, and they look very spooky. Characters are connected via charging cables. Patterns on the baby incubator look, baby incubator, uh, look like the DualShock 4 touchpad, and the handcuffs represent the DualShock 4, and light represents your health. I can see that working, you know, a bit of fourth wall breaking there, or incorporating. Um, it's not like uh, Konami could own the copyrights of ideas and concepts that was inside Kojima's head during the planning. Whatever they were planning it's, is still happening, and it makes me very happy to see the hints of that. That's why I wanted to share this with you. I see absolutely no reason why Kojima wouldn't prepare another game that will interact with us rather than being limited to our interaction, a game that will mess with your head, with our heads. Uh, he would especially like to do that in Death Stranding because all those cool ideas were ready and it got cancelled without ever having the chance to be presented. Boktai, the sun is in your hand, cartridge contains a solar sensor that measured the amount of sunlight in the area. What we literally have to play um, what we literally have to play the game sitting upside down so we can hold the controller upside down in order to not be affected by the gravity change in gameplay. That's hilarious. Uh, maybe our character <laughs> yeah, maybe our character will throw the baby incubator incubator at the game when we drop the controller at real life. I fucking love this. This is great. Um, oh. Closing paragraph, yeah. Closing paragraph is, I don't know what you make of all this and how it may affect the gameplay, but I'm hyped as a butterfly. <laughs> so, so are we, my friend. Um, there will be so many things unique about this game, and that's why Kojima is extra vague. Even if I get gameplay, he will. Even if we get gameplay, he won't show that kind of stuff right away. We will have to discover those things during the playing of it ourselves. Surprise factor is the best! Exclamation point. If Kojima once used PS One to let Psychomanus mess with our heads, like telling what is our favorite game, controlling the controller, showing black screen of death, I can't imagine what he could do with such complicated machine that collects enormous amounts of data, such as the PS Four. So. This is amazing. I love this. Oh my god, I fucking dig it. I, I I'm. By the I, way, I, this I, is the power of exclusives. 
this is the power of fucking exclusives you're right holy shit i'm i'm on another level with this man i could i could run with talking about this for like the the, the ways in which kojima could innovatively um tap into fourth wall breaking uh, which he didn't do as much on on mgs5 would you agree yeah well uh the the most fourth wall break breaking was seeing your name on the dog tag yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and then a lot of fourth wall breaking like concepts and themes but not yeah this game looks like more looks more like the the, the fourth breaking wall game yeah that's right i agree i agree for that one there for sure um so what we'll do while we're waiting for mitchell to come back um we'll we'll put a pin in that one quickly because i know i, I want to do a more extensive roundtable for that one but we'll jump into the post that we've done uh sort of our dedicated post to um you know the ones uh, the the pre-recording posts Oh, yeah. Yeah, 14 hours ago, Death Stranding Podcast, episode 19, The Fetal Refuge of Purgatory, which is this episode, uh, records in 15 hours. So we had a few comments. Um, so I said we'll be diving in, pun intended, into the subject of the Purgatory Zone and the recurrence of the fetal position in Death Stranding, thus far released materials. So, number one comment two upvotes. User Hashi Brown. Really enjoying the podcast, guys. Keep up the great work. Regarding minute seven of the trailer, I recently played Inside for the first time and got some heavy Death Stranding vibes towards the end of the game. Seems like Kojima may have taken some inspiration from the game. So he hyperlinks inspiration and I go to it and we see some pretty Death Stranding-like imagery from uh, inside needless to say yeah so swimming around an upside down area with seemingly dead characters with strands connected to them is very similar to the limbo area in death stranding uh played it even visited kojima and he declared inside his game of the year so there's there's you know there's there's no bones about it and, and no uh, discussion or debate uh i would have to agree with um a user hashi brown here that yeah they they share some portion of dna oh yeah so i'm just clicking clicking through the, to the hyperlink Heidi Hideo Kojima's tweet um, on September 22nd last year, Playdead Team, the Danish game studio known for Limbo and Inside, visited Kojima Productions. Inside was my best game of the year last year, and I can easily see why I, I instantly bought it. I'm a bit stuck near the end. Uh, uh, Daniela, have you played uh, Inside? No, uh, but now I've planned to. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, really, it's really beautiful, man. Very minimalist, but tonally... I played Limbo. Yeah, yeah, get into the... Um, Inside, dude. Uh, I I really fully vouch for it, and I love Limbo too. And so, good call on that one. Okay, I'll get inside. Yeah, please do, please do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Wait, also, you're getting inside before Doki Doki? Wow. You think inside? You think Doki Doki before inside, uh, Mitchell? Yeah. Okay. All right. Challenge accepted. I yeah. Mean, do they're both. They're both. They're both really good with different narratives and different yeah. themes. Inside, very. Okay. Good. I really like the uh, minimalist. Uh, art style and way you can tell a narrative you know, without actually dialogue. You know what we can do? Uh, I'll download Inside on my PS4. Then you get on, on the PS4. We create a party and we'll stream the whole thing I've, through I've, our YouTube channel. I'm not even kidding, dude. I, I need to start streaming on Interactive Artistry's Twitch. Like, I've recently fired it back up. Um, someone needs to teach me how to fucking do this Twitch thing. And, um, uh, it's really easy. I'll teach you how. Thank you. Oh yeah, so you do Twitch streams, dude? I do. I do a lot. Great, great. Oh yeah, please do teach me, dude. Um, I I'm gonna dig that. Yeah, like for reals. Um, we'll message each other. Like, if it's cool. Again, I don't wanna. Obviously, you got your day and stuff to continue on with. Don't wanna bother you with like stuff and. But like, if you're willing, I would definitely like to kind of yeah step step more fully into that world for show. 
Awesome. Okay, so uh, rounding off that first comment from Hashi Brown, um, we have, uh, yeah, have you guys had a chance to play Inside, <laughs> which we we're just talking about? One of the major themes of Inside is, um, thing is, you know, I don't want to spoil it for Daniela, so have you, are you reading the comment in front of you, Daniela, or? Um, which one? It's not too crazy, but like, it's not, it's actually, you know what? I don't think it's a spoiler. Like one of the major themes of Inside is control or lack thereof. How may we see this manifest in Death Stranding? Oh well, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm reading it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. don't worry. Mm-hmm. That's right, yeah, we've seen Mads' character exert control over the skeletal army. Is he an agent of the floaty guys and controlled by them? Will you, as the player, end up being controlled in um, Kojima meta fashion? I see this. This That's is what really I Yeah, continue. Go ahead, dude. No, it's really interesting. I mean, if we've seen uh, Mads controlling the skeletal army... Um, it's really interesting. What what if there is a section in the game where we confront uh, Mad's character mm. and he starts controlling us? <laughs> I know. Holy shit! That, that maybe be... in a fourth wall breaking fashion. Yeah, yeah. That that totally fits for me. What about you? What do you think, uh, Mitchell? That's all good. I will take it. Well, uh, sorry, I was, re- I was reading some other comments. That's all right, that's all right. Yeah, it's just basically building on what um, uh, Daniele was saying about it. He was like, yeah, I could see that happening. Of uh, what that, like, so the last part of um, user Hashi Brown's comment about, like, uh, will we end up being controlled in a sort of meta way and, and lose agency and have that be part of the narrative? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I think so, you know? So, yeah, I think that Kojima's just going to really play with us and it's just, like, you know, just take away control randomly, just, like, it's like I have control, blah blah blah. blah. You can't do anything. It's like <laughs> if you like punch yourself or something stupid. So That's like he's right. just gonna do a lot of that, kind of like just trolling the player, you know. As uh, as he said to uh, Jordan Roberts, mm. um, uh, <laughs> betray your audience. I think he's just gonna really double down on that in Death Stranding. He's just gonna be like random things, like oh the baby's gone, sorry, bye. It's just like. Yeah, you know, things like that just happen, you know. Mm, intriguing, intriguing. Awesome. Well, that's pretty nifty. I really dig that. Thank you so much. I use a hashi brown for that one there. So beneath that, we have Kathy Bonson, who we read out the mail, and it's it's um so he's um he's expressing a lot of what he expressed in the voicemail, which we already did the roundtable on. So uh, what a good catch! I missed that post. They really had inverted water portions in the game, uh, you know. Um, but then again, like again, it's this is. It's it's all the thing is with this dreamlike imagery, especially in when glimpsed, you know, because Daniela was on the page. It's pretty inevitable for him to have seen some of this stuff. Guarantee you, Daniela, you haven't seen anything, and just make sure, obviously, not to go to the dedicated inside, <laughs> you know, play dead Reddit, yeah, sure. and, and you'll stay spoiler free. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Kathy continues to say, "I would like to see more discussion about gameplay." So that's what we did. Um, and then underneath we have Mitch uh, commenting, "I do have some thoughts on what the gameplay will be like seven hours ago, so that we discussed that already." Then. Holy moly, we have a ginormous uh, letter from the um, ULT sandwich, the unmistakable ULT sandwich. Yeah. Would you guys like me? reading. Yeah, I shall read it out, shall I? Yeah. 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 Amazing. So, ugh, this is him saying, ugh, I still haven't recovered from that part. Mpreg jokes aside, though, I think Kojima took a jab at us with that scene. If you remember when the first trailer came out, everyone was talking about Sam being pregnant and that the scar on his belly was the result of a C-section. That is why the baby gives the thumbs up. 
as if to say, hey, remember that bizarre theory? It's true. And also, the C-section was a success. <laughs> or, or whatever, you know? Like, uh. Because, you know, the baby uh, is, is alive outside of him, even though it's been separated from him. But, um, yeah, we do know that the, the one baby is the one baby. It's not multiple babies. So, ooh, spooky. Anyway, that was me editorializing. Um, so, he continues. Um, also, a weird thing that is rarely talked about is how the baby is able to fit inside Sam. I mean, it's a fully grown baby. It would certainly create at least a slight bulge. No, unless Sam is a human TARDIS. Another thing I want to talk about is way to tease us, by the way, because that's like a topic of suggest topic of um, discussion on launch itself. You know, if it, it does the do the laws of time and space not apply when you're inside Sam? You know, isn't like uh, he's like I'm going to quote you on that organs. Yeah, when you're inside. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Please, please go go for it. Why not? That that'll be funny. Um, but that's the like in the sort of cavity spaces of our body. Maybe some kind of I I still think like he's he's been fucked with by time and space in some way where it's something's like like just maybe he he has like an entire dimension inside his inside his larynx or something like who knows what's happening with this guy but anyway um yes yeah, so we have to another thing i want to discuss it about the fact that many objects have been physically uh, have been seemingly um transferred physically into the ocean purgatory seemingly unaltered also is sam uh naked when he first falls into Pidor so it's also Sam is naked when he first falls into purgatory, but later we see him in full gear. Then there is the dream catcher and the truck door floating. So again, this sort of ties into my thing of it being like some of the dream worlds mixing into his world, you know, which would explain the quick costume changes and all that, right? Um, here's what I think has happened. The Titan's explosion transferred a larger part of the living world into the dead one. If that's what its intended effect was, or simply a byproduct, I don't know. So after getting caught in the explosion, Sam's and other souls are ripped from their body and left to float helplessly in the surface while their physical ones remain, perhaps anchored by the strands to the bottom. Sam, of course, is special and has the ability to swim back into his body. Kojima has also said that players can also collect items in the stage, which I can only assume that you gather them around your body so that they will cross over with you. Or if Kojima is into bigger kinks and Sam is indeed a human TARDIS, you could feed them to your body and would, and then vomit them up in the living world. That would be awesomely disgusting. I agree. That would be kind of gnarly. Um, closing off the last two paragraphs we have. Before I continue with my theory, I want to direct you uh, to a small... Uh, want to direct you to a truly amazing point-and-click series called Deep Sleep. It is made by the awesome script welder on Newgrounds, and I can't recommend it enough. Anyway, in that series, there is a phenomenon where people fall into a coma-like deep, coma deep sleep. When they wake up, they are reported to have completely changed personality-wise. What has truly happened is that while they were dreaming in a coma, they are chased by shadowy beings. Getting caught allows them to possess the individual's body while their consciousness is left to wander in the deep sleep. So this is fucking very kindred to me. I really resonate with this. So we'll do a roundtable after I finish this last bit. So what if such creatures exist in the world of Death Stranding? Imagine if Purgatory was home to a species of spectral creatures that need to possess human bodies to cross over into the living world. This, in my mind, solves several questions. Mads, for example, could be such an unfortunate individual who uh, has had his soul ripped out and made a vessel for some cosmic horror. Also, that would explain the need uh, for the corpse disposal team to dispose every corpse, uh, because each of them is a potential gateway. 
Finally, with this theory, the fourth explosion can be interpreted as an invasion by these creatures. My god, this turned out into a wall of Turks. Anyways, these are my thoughts. Have fun. We did, my friend. There is so much to pull away from there. I will throw it to Daniele. What do you think of this uh, connection to, um, yeah, being haunted by these creatures in some kind of deep sleep that the human race might be in? Well, yeah. Um, this makes a lot of sense, actually. And, uh, yeah, um, explains a lot. Uh, again, this is speculation, so, yeah, uh, it's really fascinating that we can see so many different angles uh, to these yeah. three trailers. Usually when a game comes to the third trailer, you pretty much have an idea of what it is. Uh, but here, uh, Kojima managed to give us information and at the same time not give us information. <laughs> I know. It's, it's masterful. It really is. It really is. Um, yeah. Yeah, please uh, either continue, uh, Daniela, or I'll throw it to Mitchell if that's cool with you. You can throw it to Mitchell. I'm sure you can catch it and this time. And you throw it to Mitchell. Throw it as hard as you can. Go. Okay. Mitchell. Catch. <laughs> catch. Uh, oh, oh, I got hit. Oh, man. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Hit grandma in the face. I knocked out that tooth. <laughs> my knocked, knocked out my goddamn tooth. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, that's all right. That's cool. Oh yeah, continue, Mitchell, my dude. Yeah, I like the the the, the kind of like the like the last kind of like little paragraph thing mm. where he said like death possess a human body. Like, kind of made me think of maybe they. Yeah, they have to have a human body, like um, Patrick. Yeah, they consume him. They use the the head hand titan mm -hmm. to consume him, mm -hmm. and when that explodes, it allows him to travel over for a certain amount of time to physically actually become part of the join into our world. While the others were aspirations of them, uh -huh. when the titan explodes and takes the like the person as like a sacrifice. They become physical in their world. Like maybe this happens like every three hours in the game, Ooh. you know, or ten hours or whatever. And they have to dispose of the corpse. If the corpse dies, that they dispose of it really quickly. Otherwise, they could, if the creature does come back, you know, mm. uh, tries to take another human, you know. Super maybe it will. It will try to take that and use it to come back into our world. And but like twelve hours later, the the creatures disappear. And then they search for another host, another person to like another body to like take and then transfer back over to our world to like rain terror on us. Uh, you know, the, the Sam, you know, getting your things in the world along with uh, like explode, like Sam's body is the only mm -hmm. body that, you know, I feel like the Sam in the like in the third trailer who we see like land in the water is a different Sam than the one who's at the bottom. It could be, it could be a, like a, like a, like a, um, as I call it, sort of the, um, the untainted self where it's like the, uh, you know, uh, just like, yeah, like if you, if that's my kind of immediate connotation from a dream, dream logic point of view and dream interpretation is like, Oh, it's the self, the unclothed self, the bare self, the, the virgin self that is just like, um, you know, untouched and, and safe. And that's why it's, 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 you're actually looking, you're, um, your it's it's you know accounts of um astral projection have actually uh i can't think of a particular one but i i see that as being like oh well you know when my body left me it was just my body that that was observing me so not many people's specific 
specifically say whether or not they're naked or not, but if I think about it logically, I don't have a direct passage to read from, but that that, that just fits for me. It's like, okay, well, um, when I'm looking down on myself uh, in that astral projection kind of way, that fits for me that like I wouldn't be wearing any clothes because I'm literally just like, uh, you know, like almost as though clothes can't really like enter that plane. It's like, it's just the pure, it's just you stripped down to your basic uh, being, you know? So whatever's intrinsic to you. So yeah, I, I find that super, super interesting. But yeah. Um, yeah, I think maybe like purgatory. Have you, have you seen the prestige? No, I have not. A am I missing out? Oh my, yeah. you, you've not seen the Nolan classic? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh, dang it. Oh my! That's I thought you would you would I, watch this. I know. I know. I, wanna, I don't want to spoil it because like there's okay. something really connected to that stranding. No spoilers, yeah. but definitely. I understand what you mean. I understand what you mean. Okay. Okay. All right. You know, what I'm seeing. I feel like that could be kind of like Death Stranding's purgatory, where like just like you see all these other Norman Reedus. Uh, yeah. Uh, and you like just like the, the that's what purgatory is filled with, you know. All right. I might watch it tonight. Is, is it on back. Netflix? I don't. I have no idea. I don't I know. You know straight up, it's different for every country. Netflix. Okay. So you might have it. Well, I don't. All right. I'm gonna do it. Uh, but you both know that I have about a. 30, it's on Netflix. I have a 31 percent chance of actually doing that. <laughs> well, it's my yeah. List. It's a it's catchphrase. I would say you could borrow a DVD copy, but <laughs> currently. Uh, you live in Australia, and I, I live I in do, America. So. I do currently live in Australia, and that unfortunately prevents me from being able to borrow any of the videos or memberships or anything to do with um, you lending me anything. I apologize for that. I hope one day that you'll be able to forgive me. Uh, no, never. I fucking I hate you. <laughs> 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 allora, Daniele, yeah. allora, parliamo un po' in italiano, così si lo, lo confondiamo. Let's, let's confound our, our American friend with some <laughs> Italian banter. You like that? I, I can't, I don't understand. What are you saying about me? I think there are I think there are far more Italians in America than, no, than in Italy. Sto mixing mi rompi coglioni. You have to, we have to balance this out. So, um, you, know, you know, some Italians do listen to our podcast. <laughs> of course, of course. So uh, I love how, like, because I'm really appreciating how much sassier, like, um, Mitchell is getting on the show and, like, that he basically called out. He's like, fuck off, dude. I was like, yeah, sure. And so I just basically called you a shithead in Italian, dude. So you have to call me a shithead as well in some other language or even Australian language. Or uh, American. Go, go, go. Let's go for it. Do it. Oh, you know that little Aussie over there. Yeah. I'm a, I'm about <laughs> to be a, wait, no, I gotta be an American. <laughs> Actually, no, no, I do, a, I do a better accent. Oh, hey there. I'm from Wisconsin, you know. Uh, this is so guy. Not, not too tiny. He's, uh, he's Australian, you know. And, uh, oh, gosh darn it. He's just like, just very unkind things to people, you know. <laughs> Not a very kind soul, so uh, oh, yeah. uh, stay out of uh, stay stay out of bar with him. Uh, stay out of that. He's a, a little a little rough around the edges, but he's a good character. Oh my god, the earnestness <laughs> is too much. Daniel, I asked this guy to straight up insult me, and he goes like, "Oh, he's just like, he's a bit rough around the edges, but he's alright." Fucking love you, love you, Mitchell. You're fucking. Awesome. It's my uh, the Wisconsin accent. <laughs> uh, my mom, my mom's from Wisconsin, and oh, she uh, that's whenever. Awesome. Whenever her mom 
whenever my grandmother is visiting, her Wisconsin accent really comes out, and she's like, oh, yeah, oh hey there. Oh, is that the Nesco <laughs> roaster? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you betcha. That's uh, so I always make fun, of, make fun of them with their, uh, their thick accents. I love that. So, That's so cool. I picked up on it. I love it. And Wisconsin is the dairy state, if I'm correct. Oh, yeah, cheese. Went there. It smelled like Parmesan the entire day. Parmesan, you should know. Parmesan. Uh, it's very, very stinky. Very stinky when it gets made. Yes, right. Well, about but the Daniel, ma- mangiamo un po' di Parmigiano. E dai. <laughs> Mettilo solo <laughs> pasta. Where's my pizza? Where's my pizza? Hey. Uh, Italian. Italian. Mamma mia pizzeria. Mamma mia pizzeria. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Let's rein it in, you guys. Okay. No, no, okay, where were, where were we? That's fine. Okay, so yeah, no, no, we were just um um just discussing the the comment there um on the Reddit, and I think if it's okay with you guys, let's just read out one more Reddit, then jump into a very quick. And I love how they're getting quicker and quicker. They're they're threading the strands. <laughs> the actual, I love it. It just it just means that like again, it's you go there, we listen to it. Anything that comes up in terms of discussion, because there are so many analyses out there, we don't want to just like double up on what people, other people are doing. It's just about like our, our immediate reactions, yeah. and that has still to this day, even as we've been going at this uh, deliberate of a pace, we still see these reveals, and we still find tiny little tidbits here and there. So, uh, okay, one more thing I'll read. Let's go. Um, a little cash out to the user, the invisible ones theory. The baby is your iPhone. Okay, I can't pass by this. By this. Oh my god. Oh, that is so long. Although I love this so much, why would you do this? Okay, um, Mitchell, can you please save um, this one uh, from the use of the invisible ones? We'll oh read, yeah, we'll read it on the yeah, next the, one. the 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 baby is mm. the phone mm. one. Yeah, just save that. I one. think I have that saved. Mm-hmm. Um, this is so generous, all of you on the Reddit. Thank you so much for your really beautifully done um, theories. We can't wait to read them more of them out on the next show. Um, but I did want to kind of conclude on one, and which was the one that I picked. Let's see. All right. Um, uh, yeah, I talked about breaking the fourth wall. Did that one? It is your phone. Yeah, what if the explosions are just a reference to the video game industry and a warning, and are a warning? So use a C underscore Lana underscore Zipamo, uh, all of them with an uppercase and the first letter of each of those. First explosion, Pong, Atari age, set the foundations for video games. Second explosion, Nintendo after video game crash, set the game industry spinning in its place. Third explosion, life as we know it, online gaming, etc. Right now, next explosion will be our last, the rise of Loot Box era that will destroy us all. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. I've come from the future. Yeah. True. Well done. So that's us done on that, guys. Um, Awesome Reddit readout slash Reddit rundown. Always, there's so much. It's just the the effort that's been put into it. It's so generous. And I just shout out to everyone who's contributed this week. And um, we're going to dive into um, a, a couple, couple more of those, um, uh, yeah, uh, articles, I'll just call them, um, on next week's program. It would be really cool um, if we don't get another inundation. But I do want to, especially for the ones that I've seen, that I, like, I want to read that the, the, the iPhone is the baby, also the, the, the phone is the baby thing. I really want to read that. But you guys do have the eighth trailer for Death Stranding queued up. Are you ready for this, you guys? He said the eighth trailer again. Oh, sad. <laughs> I, I I don't even have energy. To, I don't even have energy to sass you back. I'm just that tired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is this is um 
in the wild, the Daniela creature waits until the the Albert creature is like properly tired because of fucking editing all fucking day, and and, uh, and creating <laughs> thumbnails, and that's when he strikes. And I just have nothing. I got nothing. You, you're proud of yourself. You're proud to have humiliated a human being on a radio show. Proud, Ma? Oh, yeah, I am. Okay, I'm quite yeah. proud of myself. Very good. Very good. <laughs> fucking. Hell. Like, I'm just gonna trash your house in 2019. I swear to God. Right, Death Stranding. Um, let's go. And I did say the eighth trailer, but you know what? There's gonna be eight trailers. I'm making a promise right here. I'm saying it. Um, it's real. Guys, I have to be somewhere else for like ten minutes, That's and cool. then I'll be back. All right, me and Mitchell will take it. Take it. it I'll see you soon. Mitchell, let's make it happen. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. You yeah, ready? You ready? You ready? Minute. Yep. Uh, what what time? Uh. Uh, I, five? Yeah, yeah, let's go... Um, point five? You know what? I'm so OCD. I will not go to the PlayStation channel. I will go to Kojima Productions. Yep, of course. What the fuck? Am I, like... I can't Almost just, a million views. Yeah, I can't just go to the any other... I can't go to MK Ice and Fire. I have to go to the actual Kojima Productions freaking channel. Because that's how I'm wired. But guess that's how I am. All right. Eight minutes and fourteen, and also from an actual logical point of view, it kind of well, it doesn't, it didn't do it this time, but usually it keeps my memory. So we are going minutes six to seven right now. So if you go to just put mm-hmm. six zero zero, and we'll mm-hmm. go from there. One seventy five. Yep. So here we go. So my bad. Yep. So six zero one. I'm pressing play now. We'll go at zero seven. Oh yeah. Sorry. Welcome listeners to <laughs> Welcome listeners to the seventh out of eight episode within episodes of Threading the Strands. Um, if you've been listening to this entire kind of eight episode um, uh, playlist, uh, kudos to you. This is a very extensive analysis uh, and long form discussion on this particular trailer, breaking down minute by minute. Um, you saw there just at the beginning of that interest segment, like, yeah, we're getting, we're getting there to the point where we're spending this length of hours on this particular trailer. It's been super enriching. Mitchell, I don't regret anything. This is incredible. It's this, just going at this slow pace, you end up noticing so much, right? Yeah. So good. I really dig How it. many things noticed? All of the things. All the things. So let us dive in. And we're going to go, listeners, if you're doing this alongside us, um, you want to go a playback speed 0.75. Actually, we've decided 0.5, haven't we? Because 0.75 is still a little bit too fast. Um, yep, yeah, so 0.5. Okay, I don't care. Oh, sure, we're fine. No, I don't care. Six, zero, one. Let's do it. Let's play now. Oh, shit. Oh, man. So the husk kind of corpses are floating towards the surface. It's debris, it's um, the uh, clear, clearest crystal purgatory water, and then we see the hand head tied in. I'm back. Let's pause this motherfucker, man. Let's talk about this thing. Now, we talked about this a little bit on the Thalassophobia is a Thing episode, however many episodes ago. But when you pause this thing, 607, we're looking at 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. I would, I'm counting at least 7, possibly 8 limbs. Um, these limbs seem not to have bones in them at all. Um, they don't uh, resemble a rotifer. Now, on closer inspections, I initially started talking about water bears and rotifers and that kind of thing. It evokes rotifers externally, but this thing, I'm I'm fairly sure it doesn't have any fucking um, any. Oh shit, Mitchell, 
Are you sitting down? Mm -hmm. Yeah. This fucking thing is in the chest of the handhead titan. This, that, that grasping mouth, that's the hands of the handhead titan. And this thing, like, Are you sure? this thing emerges from the chest of that fucking thing, I reckon. Wow. That was just a thought I had. I'm I'm going backwards now. Let's go. So I'm five fifty six. I'm gonna press play again. You back with us, Daniela? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. What do you reckon of this? So I'm going five fifty six. Uh, it's uh, him just looking back up. It's uh, totally. It's totally possible. Yeah. I do, all I need to do is just get another, um, another glimpse of this thing's mouth and see if they resemble hands. If they do, that's gonna be my head cannon. So this thing's coming out of. Oh nah. The it's it's mm, then again. No shit, that does look like a fucking set of hands. It's very spindly. It's fucking spindly, but again, you know, they're very spindly looking fingers, but it definitely resembles a hand. So this is this thing yeah. this thing has to be connected to the handhead titan uh from last uh Might episode. be another species of Could the be same kind of creatures. Or that's what the handhead titan looks in like this from the same world. But yeah, the different creature. Absolutely. So yeah, very interesting. Um, so six oh nine. Let's press play. So this thing disappears off screen, and we are safe for now, as it is. Uh, it's had its full. It's had its feed, and we're now floating back down. Um, the perspective of where we were with sort of um, naked Norman has now shifted. Either naked Norman is still back up there, or we've shifted into his perspective. And sort of joined as like you know just his sort of first person perspective because we have been told that the um um uh, these sections are by Kojima himself in the IGN article a couple months ago uh, that these are first person sections so the implication might be that like it's like double out of body experience because we were looking out of body of the out of body uh you know naked moment uh, that we've now since, like become and we're floating downwards we're up to um minute six. Uh, and 32, uh, yeah, making our way <laughs> nice and neatly into Moon's uh, mouth. And in a couple of seconds, we meet our darling little baby, which we don't even have a nickname for, but uh, let's call him Feety, or like fetal, fetal baby. Uh, right there, just like love and adorable, <laughs> right there. So it's so cute, I love him, him or her. Um, 6.43, we're back out. Um, now things have changed. How have things changed? Mitchell, what has changed about this scenario? Not, oh well, not he's back. Yeah, he's not underwater anymore. Yeah, but, uh, it has. Yeah, yeah. It looks like it's become day. It's been a few hours. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So he is, um, he is safe. That whatever happened, him dying, uh, he's he's somehow made it through. I I I we both indulge the idea of it being the baby being able to pull him into a pocket dimension of safety. But uh, Kojima has since confirmed that that's him dying, and that your ability, your connection with this baby enables you to live uh, through that, uh, or at least a version of yourself reborn in your stead, ready to, again, you know, uh, the best of games, I feel, like, play with the tropes of gaming uh, from a narrative point of view. Dark Souls did that with, like, uh, alternate realities and stuff. Um, you know, one trope of gaming is spawning and respawning in certain locations. So he could be finding a way to gamify or, or narrativeify the idea of spawning, um, which would be super fascinating. And uh, I like I like that uh, I like that notion. So pressing play uh, at four at six forty six.
we see him sort of stir and uh this is uh, goes back to i think kathy was saying like it's kind of gross but um It'd be neat to see like a vomiting shit based loot uh, claiming system. It's like uh, like somehow like you need to have it, you need to like keep it inside your body so that it can transfer through the realms with you, and then you like puke out your items because like they're safe yeah. or whatever. Who knows? Um, so we are looking at six fifty nine, and just as we crest on seven minutes, where uh, let's give ourselves an extra half second. We um, center. The minute ends with uh, Sam, you know, Norman Reedus's character, looking as he did, just as he did in the first trailer, directly at the five floating figures uh, on the horizon, which continuously seem to be pursuing him. So let's get each of us a quick uh, roundtable of overall thoughts, and we'll single out one specific thing about that tra about the trailer that sort of jumped out at us each, discuss them all, and then we'll jump into the wrap-up of the show, you guys. So, Mitchell, what was your general impressions of this minute? Uh, it's like, it's almost calming after what just transpired. You know, we just get a huge explosion. Like, what's going to happen next? And first thing we see is, like, floosh. There's, yeah, uh, it is there's Norman. It, there's, there's Sam, and he's just floating down. He's mm. very, very, um, uh, tran, tran, what's the, what's the term for it? Yeah, tr um, tranquility. Tr yeah, yeah, calm. Yeah, and very yeah. peaceful, and he's just... Mm -hmm. He doesn't, he's not scared, but he's not happy. He's just peaceful, mm. and he just has this uh, a naive and uh, a naive face. And he looks up, and then a handprint hits show, yeah. uh, his chest, and he's like, "Oh, look at that!" Mm. And he looks up. Also, um, what also, all the bodies you know floating up are all naked. Yeah, they're Every single one of them. naked, featureless, completely black. Isn't that correct, uh, Daniela? Just like like charcoal black, you know, unnatural black. Yeah, uh, they they are uh, different. Uh, I mean, things are different in this universe than in the other, if there are parallel universes. One of these corpses are not like the other. One of them is Nomadus. <laughs> that's that's a pretty distinguishing feature between like these literal like basically like uh, you know uh, you guys are probably like Macy's or something, but you know those black marionettes that they uh, put clothing on in the clothing stores. Mm-hmm. That's what these are. <laughs> yeah, it's no, but that's that's actually canon. Like uh, you know, Kojima said that this whole the whole thing takes place uh, in like a Macy's store where it's like the black mannequins. It's uh, <laughs> it's, been, it's been confirmed. I thought it was J C Penny. Oh yeah, it was J C Penny. Yeah, no, actually T J Maxx. Actually, uh, this is all happening in. Uh, this is all a nightmare. Actually, this is just. Um, one of Norman Reedus's actual nightmares that he had while passed out at TJ Maxx after like a night of drinking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Daniela, you're not the only one who with the daggy fucking puns. I love it. Fucking no regrets. Hashtag dag for life. Go for it, Mitchell. Any <laughs> other any other riffs uh, for yourself for this one here, or should I throw it to Daniela? Uh, no, I do have some. How dare so you? I, How dare you I just, be so uh, discerning? And so I, perceptive sorry. to notice more than one so, fucking thing. It's like you're trying to tell us that you're more intelligent than us. Well, like I, I find that personally insulting. Well, while while I did that minute, I did a quick sketch of the what I think the creature looks like. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm kidding, by the way. I'm taking a, taking a picture of it. Uh, I'll send it to you. Well, maybe yeah. I won't now. That's kidding. Um, basically, <laughs> uh, I'll describe it. Yeah. Uh, what? So if you look at the creature. Mm -hmm. You see those things that are floating off the arms? 
Yes. They look like bodies. It really being swung like, around. Yeah, it looks like that's why I call it the, the Gestalt feeder because it really Danielle, it doesn't look like this thing that's been like. And this is what uh, Cor, uh, Strated Corey said. Like it really very much looks like like a sugar, like a like a, an amalgamation of entities. You know, it doesn't look like a single organism. Well, it is. Uh, you you have to consider it is distorted by the water's surface. Yep. So. We're not seeing the, the, the thing itself. We're seeing not a reflection of it, but a version of it we see through the water. Okay. So it's going to look different. Uh, I don't know. Mm. Maybe just a little different. Maybe there are more... Compl it, it is more complicated maybe than a, just a swimming crab. <laughs> <laughs> Under the sea. <laughs> yeah. Under the sea, yeah, we eat the Normans, and he has a fetus under the sea. Yes, a Norman with the fetus going to go to purgatory, going to lose the, <laughs> my, the lose, lose my is the Norman <laughs> going to lose my sanity <laughs> <laughs> under the sea. Under the sea. All right, shit. Oh fuck, this is great. I'm loving this. <laughs> yes. All right, we'll, uh, we'll we'll workshop those lyrics for sure. For sure. A little, a little one one second sketch yeah, I, I sent. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll, I'll work a, a proper sketch later of like actually that wasn't like completely rushed with a pen. Oh, that's but, so uh, fucking that's terrifying. Like... Now, Mitchell, if you would be so kind before I steal it like a fucking stealer of things, which I don't do, I try not to do that. That's you, you, are. you motherfucker, you post this right now because this is fucking phenomenal. I want to see. 50... Uh, I'm gonna work. I want to know. I'm gonna you put, put a, a rendition oh where it's like actually properly drawn, but like more details. And fucking reach through the Skype right now. I will. You post this right now. I'm gonna fucking wait. I will. I will go radio silence until you post this because this is brilliant. This is great, dude. Seriously, post it. It's so good. I reckon this could galvanize discussion just on its own. Look, this fucking thing has four mouths and one eye. Daniela, this is fucking amazing. Hmm. I'm fucking yeah. scared. No, those right are now. those are those are they look like mouths, but they aren't. They're just kinda like openings. You don't know why. Just I don't wanna know why. Just bring the confusion. It has sex them. with itself. That's, like, That's probably it. <laughs> you see those aren't arms on the front of it. <laughs> oh there's it's just, no, I'm it's, just it's, kidding, a, I'm it's a penis creature. It's a giant penis creature. <laughs> HR <right>. Geiger. <laughs> Possibly. But that is not a for eyes and a penis but... for a mouth. <laughs> I'm HR Geiger. Uh, this is alien. Baby. That's right. Um, so, Daniele, uh, let's get a veto on this because we can outvote him. So, uh, all in favor of this dude not teasing our really lovely and patient listeners who are now listening to us talk about an image that they have no way of looking at while they're listening. Like, have you no consideration for the listeners, Mitchell? Like, post no, no. this image now. I, I now. will post it. Okay. Okay. I will post it. I just need a. I'll, I'm going to do a better rendition of it where I actually spend more than like a minute and a half drawing <laughs> it. All right. All right. I'm, mm. I'm on board with that. That's what okay. I'm saying. Okay. So we don't have That's to. That's what I was going to say. I will post to, it, just not this version because it's kind of crappy. All right. I won't unleash the full wrath. And Daniela, you can put the katana away. You can put what's, the what's pizza the, away. You can put the pizza cutter away. <laughs> Daniele, he was starting to sharpen it. I could hear him. He was starting to sharpen it. I could hear it. How are you sharpening a pizza cutter? <laughs> Why? What? 
How? <laughs> Roll. Yeah, it just keep, it would just keep rolling. The more you tried to shove it, it'd be like fuck, fuck. It would stay still. still. More yeah. But anyway, I'll use it someday. <laughs> I'll find a way to use. Are the smartest? They figured it out. That's how they superior. Oh, I'm digging this. I'm digging this. You All right. We figured out the pizza roll. All right. Okay. I'm loving this so much. It's going to be good. Yeah. Fuck it. I don't think I'm going to. You know, well, actually, you know what? Let's give myself the benefit of the doubt. I think I'll be able to edit this nice and tightly. Although we both know that I'll probably only have about 20% chance of actually doing that. You see? Do you guys like how the percentage keeps getting lower and lower? Yeah, I went from like 80, yeah. 60 to 40, yeah. and now what, it was a 20? I'm just going to, I'm not even going to put the And then the podcast is going to be 0. 0.2. I'm not, I'm not even going to, no, I'm not even going to uh, drag the MP3 of the intro. I'm just going to be like, Hideo Kojima has been the standard, I'll just do it my voice, I'll do it myself. Hideo Kojima has been the standard bearer of the very best the gaming medium has to offer. And has inspired many, I sound like fucking Speedy Gonzalez. And it's inspired Did many. <laughs> and inspired many to treat it as a mature art form, you know? And I love Guillermo. I'm just, like, going free ball. I have no script. You're going to make him cry the, for a video game? And he was like, yep. Yeah. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Okay, Daniela, go. You have to do part of the intro. Go. <laughs> Come on. You've heard, I don't remember you, it. You've heard it enough. Go meds. You go <laughs> meds. Kojima is God. Kojima is God. <laughs> do, do meds. Do meds. Mads is like, uh, it is not the... Oh, it's like, it's like the, the, the cover of a video game show. Yeah, yeah, no. Okay, Daniela, you need to do the... Out of, it's it's out of time, it's out of space. Do that, do it, go, go, go. It's out of time, out of space. It's in the moment. It's in the moment. So, so the opportunity to do something that we've never done before could be very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you sound like Indian? <laughs> I don't know. It's it's absolute passion for doing it's absolute passion for doing things that I've never done before. It would be very interesting. My favorite movie is Pass Baby. Favorite movie of Death Stranding. It's really good. All right, holy shit, we've lost every single fucking listener right now. They're just gone. They've thrown their phone in the toilet. They they specifically went to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> nah man I'm loving this this is fucking no regrets and I'm quasi officially allowed to do Indian accents cause like girlfriend's from the subcontinent so like I'm exposed to them all the time so I dig it brah and I'm loving all the accents in fact I really loved I can't but even we... play I can't even place the accent that Daniele was doing for Mads just there yeah. it was like, it was like <laughs> Indian but like German it was it was like it didn't make any sense it was great it was like a slight Jamaican to it it's like it didn't it was like an yeah. The true accent. It was great. Wherever we we make fun of everyone. As okay. Filthy Frank once said, R.I.P. Filthy Frank. Yes. We support equal prejudice here. Equal just prejudice. Progress. Just make fun of everyone. Yeah. And so no one feels Make fun of everyone. Yeah. And offend everyone, make then you offend no one. You know? There's the South Park thing. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, I'm kind of ready to... I mean, this is going to be a fun thing to eventually edit into that big eight video pod, eight video kind of uh, threading the strands thing of like uh, our, us increasingly losing our minds as we go along. I, yeah. I, I, I quite like it. I quite like it. Okay, Um. well, you, yeah. You should put some music on the it. I will, I will, I will. All right, Um. so now who have we not heard from in terms of their particular thought, their particular takeaway from this minute? Um. So you, uh, who, who has spoken? Who has spoken? 
I think we should meet Yeah, okay, go ahead. I, I jumped in on this uh, theory. Well, um, I, I kind of like the idea of uh, uh, the, the uh, sense body swallowing the items in the afterlife, in the purgatory, and uh, vomiting them <laughs> on the ground. I can see Kojima doing that. Well, well, again, <laughs> like, it would, yeah. oh, oh, here's an F4. <laughs> yeah, or oh, C4. Uh, <laughs> cigarettes. Um, like, oh, use my car. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, use again, my car. Yeah, yeah, it's it's going along with what we're saying, which is like, again, you know, you're taking these tropes of gameplay, and this is what he, Kojima said, is like, for so long, you know, gaming was like, you just died, and like, you respawned, but, and, and they would, with no effect, but this is something where I want to both acknowledge that trope, and also um, shift, shift the, shift the, shift the way that we're approaching it, so one thing I could see is like, oh, item storage, literally, I've asked myself, part of me has always asked this for every game I've played, where the fuck do you store these items? Where am I storing this gigantic seven-foot fucking hammer when I put it away? Where is it? As the guy, as the guy on the Reddit said, um, Norman Reedus seemingly has a baby inside his belly. Tardis. And not, and not even, not just visible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he, he probably does have, like, he's, like Norman Reedus is, is can't, can't say this without sounding weird. Uh, he's, 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 he's bigger on the outside, in the inside than on the outside. Hey. There you go. That sounded weird to say, but he is a Tardis. It kind of, it could be, it could be. Uh, who knows? Again, I, I really think like he's melded with the core of the cosmos in some fucking way, where he's now he's taken on the properties of like the vastness of the cosmos, where he's able to like contain maybe other entire other realms. Definitely like enough space to fucking fit a full grown or not full grown, but like umbilical fetal child in there. So who knows what happened to this guy? For sure. For sure. Well. I think I've kind of jumped in on both of you guys' sort of interpretations. Yeah. But I will say, just to kind of have, so again, to even out, sort of, to do the OCD thing, um, the main thing I wanted to talk about for this minute here is, so, you know, you've got that pan up, obviously, to the feeder, and then you have that, you know, him just sort of, it sort of, sort of pans out, and it's him waking up, and it's the tardigrades. So, figured I'd give tardigrades a shout out to these water bears, right? They uh, are known mm -hmm. to be organisms that can um, survive in all kinds of different climes. Uh, sometimes uh, I got them confused with extremophiles, which are other kinds of organisms that can live in like the hottest like uh, volcanic conditions and stuff. But tardigrades, um, they are... And they survive in space. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then somehow, like I think uh, recently on... Um, uh, you're correct there, Mitchell. Uh, there's, they, they can survive in like the void, I think, possibly. But the the thing is, I read in like a, they would a new species of tardigrade was discovered in like a car, a car park in Japan. I was like, fucking Kojima. He somehow he commissioned the universe to create a new different because um, these these are very obviously enlarged tardigrades right here, you know. Um, so. But yeah, um, very long. That's right. That's right. So, quick little thing. Let's just let's go. Let's do a little bit of old fashioned, just like, uh, quickly like s frame by frame scrubbing. So at minute six fifty two, when he's probably properly getting up. Like I've played Halo a bunch, so I I, I you know when you're walking around on Halo, um, this is like years ago. I haven't played it recently, but you see the the way that the the ring kind of peters up. So I'm wondering if there's a shape behind Norman here. Yeah, can you guys see? Okay. Daniela. Yeah. Mitchell, you guys have the video mm -hmm. paused at 6.55 exactly, right? 
No, mm -hmm. let me go to it. Right, just go to that, go to that thing, and there's a curve. It's the weirdest curve. It doesn't look like a planetary curve, but it just looks very alien and weird. It doesn't look like a lighting thing. It reminds me of the way that uh, the the ring, the Halo ring world, kind of tapers up. Um, so yeah, so again, six fifty five on the trailer from the Kojima channel. I don't know, it could just be a graphical glitch. Graphical glitch, okay, I'm pressing play now. And, yeah, now it cuts I, away. I, I need, so, yep, keen to let me, hear... Let me go it slower. Yep, 6.55. Keen to hear any listeners' thoughts on that. Oh, it's back. You can see it again at 7.01. So, it's not just a graphical glitch. Um, it is a discerning, discernible curve, which I will now screen capture and post to the Reddit because I want to get the community's thoughts on this so that we can share it on the next episode. Um, so that's my takeaway. It's the little tease there for the uh, listeners to sort of contemplate, uh, to speculate upon. So if none of you guys had anything else to kind of um, sort of add to the minute left, um, you're more than welcome to. Um, I'm happy to jump back into the main episode. Is that cool? Yeah, sure. Yeah, let me just, I'm looking at that curve thing. I dig it, I dig it. All right. Um, no, wait, no, no. Okay. Go, 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 go. Uh, if you have a computer monitor and you like, kind of like move it away so like you look at inverted colors and stuff, mm -hmm. this is my quick fix. You can tell there's a, it's a mountain. It's just a straight up mountain? Like, yeah, you look on the left side. Of, uh, oh yeah, okay. Okay, you can see like it. It's, uh, they're all like forming a mountain. Sure. Well, way to fucking ruin an entire worth of speculation for our community who would have otherwise I mean, uh, enjoyed. Cut it out. Cut it out. Look at out. you. You're, you're, you're big man. Look at me, Mr. Mitchell. I'm a fucking. I'm really discerning. I know how to pick things out. I got and a big boy brain. You got. You got that. <laughs> he got that big brain. He gonna. He gonna grow up. He gonna be a book. You got the small brain. I got the galaxy brain. Okay. So, uh... Daniel, have you seen college humor sketches? Uh, no. Okay. So one of them is called um, uh, "My Precious Plum," and she's like a bogan like mother who takes her child around to beauty pageants, and she's so proud of the intelligence of her sh of her daughter. Uh, for saying something like really dumb, but she thinks it's smart. She's like, "Oh, I'm so proud of my daughter. She go she gonna grow up one day. She gonna grow up to be a book. <laughs> like, like that. That's somehow <laughs> she's like, like my daughter's gonna grow up to be a book. Like that's <laughs> that an author. That's, yeah, I mean, they're not even author. Just like oh, she, she gonna be a book. <laughs> she gonna be a book. She gonna be a book. Yeah, sounds like something that's a southern. Uh, uh, beauty pageant mother would say, Could be, My yeah. dad, I talk smart. She's gonna yeah. grow up. The Daniela, the I, will... book I... I know, I know. Daniela. <laughs> Daniela, I will send this to you. You will enjoy it. I really promise you will. Okay. I, I will. And then, uh, we should watch, we should watch, uh, Sensualita Corte as well, because that's awesome. Um, and we're gonna teach, oh, Rachel, yeah. we're gonna teach Rachel Italian so that he can watch all that cool shit as well. All mm. right. So, as we begin to slowly de-strand slash unravel in terms of sanity. Let us jump out of this penultimate edition of Threading the Strands. Welcome back to the main show, listeners. Thank you so much for sticking with us. We're definitely over the three-hour mark now. I need to throw it to my co-hosts Mitchell and Daniela for joining me on this, what ended up being a pretty big odyssey of a podcast, and especially for Daniela, you joined out of nowhere, dude. Thank you so much for committing the yeah. time. Well, out of Italy, not out of nowhere. <laughs> straight out of Compton, straight out of straight out of Trieste. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mitchell, of course, it goes without saying, I really appreciate you, uh, you know, jumping on, especially the last couple of episodes, you know, and, and considering the time it is there, you're beyond legend. Re like, we're definitely over the three hours, so I really appreciate it, dude. Yeah, it's a lot of, it's a lot of fun always being on. It uh, gives me something to look forward to in the week that and Dungeons and Dragons so yeah boy oh all right that's a teaser I'm officially considering that a tease for a campaign we'll have in 2020 <laughs> well, yeah. for sure. let's make it happen okay yeah, roll 20 yeah, yeah roll 20 in 2020 all right well you know what guys I think well, let's tie this one off um in terms of closing remarks uh you know I'll, I'll throw it to you guys soon as I'm sort of wrapping things up um anything we didn't address in the show we will absolutely either get around to on episode 20 or like 21 again we like to be super exhaustive and comprehensive with that sort of thing so um if anyone who i had mentioned that i would shout out for whatever reason we try to be as extensive and, uh, and as exhaustive as possible with like saying we'll shout out and doing that please chime back in i'm happy to shout you out on the one after like we're not like one and done just like just get in touch and, and we'll make it happen awesome so to our listeners Death Stranding Podcast is part of the Interactive Artistry Podcast Network. Uh, please do write us, uh, sorry, please do rate us on iTunes. Five-star review, it would be really great to help us kind of climb up in the rankings to sort of be more visible there. Um, jump on the Podbean um, if you wanted to either support us or maybe listen to it on like Android devices. That's sort of our solution for Android devices so far. We haven't figured out Spotify or Stitcher yet, but we are planning to down the line. Um, so twitter.com forward slash deathstrandpod, uh, instagram.com forward slash deathstrandingpodcast. Then you're looking at also deathstrandingpodcast.tumblr.com and facebook.com forward slash interactive artistry. Follow all of our outlets for Kojima and Kojima affiliated content and updates. Um, so who's messaging? Who's interrupting my goddamn flow? Oh no, it's cool. Uh, I, I really enjoy it. Yeah, I think you sent like a message or something. Awesome. Thank you, Mitchell, for that one. I'm, yeah, definitely looking forward to you um, expanding on that drawing there. So I'm stoked about that. Anyway, so as a closing note to our listeners, we here at Interactive Artistry are always looking to improve the quality of the show and tailor it to you, the audience, to make it the very best Death Stranding and Kojima show that it can be. And to enter giveaway sweepstakes and help us grow for a dollar per month at patreon.com slash interactive artistry or as i mentioned before patreon.podbean.com forward slash death stranding shout out to yusuf to andrew to adam to tom to brendan um to uh, all everyone supporting us on all the platforms we love you so much we seriously appreciate you guys helping us grow into um essentially the most fulfilled version of what interactive artistry is and will be. So you guys are part of that early history. Um, you're officially like actually going to be in our records, like sculpted into whatever, like original first founding members, founding listeners plaques alongside our devoted um, people that just because of their constant sort of support and like writing in um, Yulti sandwich, uh, um, um, uh, you know, um, cactus juice addict, uh, and then Kathy Bonson as well. So you're in our mind share. You're, uh, you know, I don't know if you're supporting us or not, whether you are not like under some kind of different name or anything, but regardless, again, all this, all these different forms of investment are so invaluable to us. So I'll throw it to Mitchell. What, what did you want to say to those who are actually like monetarily, um, supporting us, my friend? Uh, thanks for the support. Uh, what you do is really helping, uh, the, the show and the, the interactive artistry, uh, podcast, uh, you know, system group, 
it's it's helping helping a lot and uh hoping it's expanded to more uh not just podcasts but other uh other forms of media on the YouTube channel. Absolutely. So, so I want to thank everyone who's uh been you know listening, whether it's from the beginning, whether you're a Patreon, whether this is your first episode and you hated it. Uh, <laughs> Bye. Just wanna thank you. Bye. Uh, just yeah. want to thank you for you know listening. If you've got to this end, I mean, it can't get much worse than right now so oh my god you know yeah. without all these terrible horrible jokes yeah the dag is real and the lame and yeah. like but we are so if you if you made it this far i mean you'll probably love the rest of the podcast <laughs> would, you, would you say the same thing daniela <laughs> well i say i say thank you very much for what you do yeah. with what you're doing you're helping us make better jokes sucking yeah. a bit less every day <laughs> Yes, uh, absolutely. That's right. I mean, thanks for not stranding us and actually joining us. Oh, 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 that's that's a new low for me. I think I'm gonna give myself like minus ten for that. That's pretty shit. Like that's going <laughs> two on the nose. I'm using the title of the show itself. It's like the lowest fucking effort, Daggy Pun, and I will um like maybe spill a few like uh. <laughs> thumbtacks in my in my like coca-cola today to punish myself do you know what i mean like i'm into that i'm into that that internal bleeding kind of like self-flagellation kind of shit you know what i mean because I, I can't yeah, let man. i can't Ulcers let this go i can't let this go unpunished holy shit this has gotten dark talk about lynchian holy shit who would drink thumbtacks making quinoa Oh god. Hi, I'm David Lynch here. Uh hi uh hi uh it's uh, really great to have you on the show and uh yeah no, I, uh, I would have to say You guys ever had quinoa? That's right. Me, I, would, David Lynch here. I would have uh, to say that Twin um, Peaks Twin Peaks <laughs> is one of my m proudest moments as a creator, as well as transcendental meditation. I hope you all have a wholesome, beautiful day ahead of you. Then Okay, we're out. Love you guys. Daniela, anything yeah. else for the listeners, or we're good? No, I think we're far more than good. This is where we're, we're beyond good. We've transcended. Yeah. Um, take take care, everyone, and remember, the game has already begun. Yeah, man. This is happening. Oh, I don't hear you. I do not hear you at all, my friend. I will call you back in two minutes. Can you hear me now? I certainly can. Um, but oh, actually, for a second, I thought I could hear myself or echoing, but I think we're good. Okay. Fantastic. Actually, it's sounding really good, dude. Have you got like a new mic or something? Okay, I don't understand Skype now, and I don't think I ever will. <laughs> dude no. it's all good but if it, as long as like i'm um, so but just to be clear like you are using your same old mic or is this something new yeah it's the same mic but last so before i was going through my phone yeah and so you know it wasn't that good okay uh, okay and then i went to the computer and using the inline microphone instead of the uh like input
Yeah. I was, using, I was using like the actual microphone from the, and because it wouldn't Skype wouldn't recognize my headset, but I think with this most recent update, it fixed it. Mm. Okay. So, I dig it. Well, there you go. I think it's um, it, it sounds buttery smooth. If if that could even be like you can even wrap your head around how like sound can be smooth as butter. That's 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 what it sounds like, man. It's sounding good. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let me just jump into my notes, buddy. So, but yeah, you were saying about your week. It's been pretty good, or haven't we spoken like less under a week ago? <laughs> Jeez, yes. Yeah, um, man. Well, it's it's all just because of scheduling, dude. But like, we're very, and I know I keep saying this, and maybe it's like causing a few eye rolls, but like, we actually are super close to um to sorting it all out, um, and like having a properly regular schedule. Um, I've set things up with Shadowdome now that it's like. Uh, there's a mon- potential Monday slot for that, um, and it's good to have the Mondays and the Fridays free, uh, so in case we have to move anything around or shift anything forward. And So yeah, it's been really, really good. I've just archived all of the shows, and um, and yeah, I'm, fucking, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it for this episode, man. <laughs> okay. That is really weird. What do you think's happening, man? Is it like the, it's the unseen fucking with us? I don't know. Kojima, we figured out something. It's always Kojima that BS did. Okay, man, we'll do a three, two, one. We'll jump in. Wait, let me start recording my audio. You, it's on. No, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I dig it, dude. I dig it. So here, here's something I'm gonna break to you, uh, Mitchell. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's not worth doing this individual tracks until we have better sounding mics. I think, like, do I, I, like, I've been listening back to some of like the the multi track stuff that I've been doing, um, and this is like it's nothing to say about like you guys are phenomenal hosts and stuff, but the I think the only way that it's that it really feels justified is if the mics sound really good natively, <laughs> and you're coming through so clear on Skype, so keep it running, keep the 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 extra audio running as a backup. Mm-hmm. you know um and and we'll go from there so but yeah i just figured i'd let you know like um i'm i'm looking forward to to when we like all around everyone sort of improves their mics and um i'm going to keep track of you know everyone's birthdays and stuff because like podcast mics dude you can get them for like 20 bucks you know it's pretty pretty yeah it's not not it's not too bank breaking kind of a thing you know yeah i'll probably pick up a snowball like yeah in a month or two same 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 that's right too easy. Okay, we'll do a three, two, one, and we'll crack into it, man. Yeah, is that cool? Also, I'm loving this. This is like the Mitchell trilogy. Like you and me, it's been basically apart from like a couple of extra appearances, uh, but uh, we're rounding off the just like uh, the the power duo trilogy. I dig it. <laughs> <laughs> but here's too many more yeah. trilogies to come if they if that's how things sort of um if that's how sort of the eventualities uh, align. You know, I think yeah, that'd be cool. All right, three and two. And one. Great. You guys are fucking legendary. This is always the fucking highlight of my week. Um, love doing these shows with you guys um, on another fucking level. Yeah, love you guys. Brothers from other mothers all the way. Um, have a fantastic rest of the week. Um, I won't take any more out of, out, out of your day. Uh, be well, you guys, and I will catch up soon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you too. Take care. So long. Peace, peace, guys. Bye. 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 Thank you.